Overland for me is my escape from the the hecticness of work and the stress of what I do. It's a, it's, yeah, it's a release and it's a reset. And then that, I'm a little older now, and slowing down, and overlanding seems like a nice pace. You take your time, you know, smell the roses. I actually go camping to hear the wind flow through the trees, smell the breeze. And also we've realized we have this passion for off-road and camping, kind of a... Uh, went out of control from there, I would say. <laughs> we only have so much time on this earth, and you want to spend it with people that you care about and have a good time with and people to make you smile. That's kind of one of the big things with this with this podcast is it's a, it's a living journal uh, between, you know, us guys and uh, our journey together. All right. Hey, guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of the Average Overlanders podcast. I'm Patrick. I'm Jared. And there's no, no bed, bed tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, he had uh, he had to take the week off. He had and, uh, he's called out. out for work out of town. Yeah, but we, we miss you, Ben. Yeah, he's we probably miss you, Ben. Is this our first ever <laughs> podcast without or second, third, third second. without Ben? Okay. But anyways, we do have Chateau Tacoma. We have Denise and Johnny on. Oh, fellow T, um, TRD 4x4 off-road uh, Tacoma drivers. Yeah. 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 Johnny, Johnny, Denise, thank you guys so much for coming on. Absolutely. Uh, you guys' Instagram is Chateau Tacoma, right? Just like that? Yep. Don't mm-hmm. ask how to spell it. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell you. Google it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> guys, thank you so much for coming on. We really appreciate you. You guys are fellow members of the Temecula Overland uh overland group and that's where we met you pretty much yeah, that's the first yeah. time i saw you guys yeah. out there i was and just like oh my god look at this truck i gotta check this thing out yeah and <laughs> your guys's truck is pretty much going to be the majority of this talk because there's so much to cover mm-hmm. it like these we guys always, they call me yeah home we Depot. make fun of patrick because we call him home Depot. he keeps like everything on his truck at all yeah. times you know yeah. and no not even close yeah you guys are like the, <laughs> the granger you guys are home depot you guys are hank's hardware you guys are everything on yeah. there um and you guys are self-sufficient you guys are an amazing couple in terms of what you guys have done in the short amount of time that you've done it and uh yeah i'm as somebody who loves gear, I'm going to pick your guys' brain. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was taking, we were like crawling all over his truck earlier in the driveway, and I was like taking notes, I'm like, I need this, I need to do this now. <laughs> yeah, and it's one of those things, this like we've said. It's expensive podcast. Yeah, yeah, oh, my God. You have no idea. <laughs> um, with the way that I am, I'm a gear guy. And when I see things, like we've mentioned in a previ- previous podcast, when you see things, it's impossible to unsee them in terms of uh, other people's rigs. And uh, I saw a microwave. I saw an ice maker. <laughs> ice I saw <laughs> I saw an extra fuel tank. Everything water but tank. the kitchen sink. Yeah. Or well, you probably have that hidden, yeah, right? I mean, <laughs> we didn't, I didn't. I personally didn't see a kitchen sink, but yeah. you guys have everything. We have a little pop-up sink, but we never use it. So yeah, I have yeah. the same. <laughs> one, the little accordion-style yeah, one. That, yeah. yeah, it lives in there. I always watch these... Uh, YouTube channels and they build these beautiful kitchens. Oh, and they got yeah. the sink, and I'm like, you're never going to use that sink. Yeah, <laughs> I literally just hose it off and yeah. you know scrub it down. I'm like, right. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, how am I going to set up a you know a kitchen you know dish cleaning section? No. <laughs> so how long have you guys been married, and how long have you guys been overlanding? Oh yeah, yeah. Do you tell Johnny. Yes. <laughs> I think I've been married look. somewhere around thirty years. Thirty somewhere. years. Yeah. Um, same thing. Yeah. Three, I've, you guys have been married for longer than I've been on this planet. <laughs> <laughs> We've been, uh, well, so I, did, I only learned the term overlanding probably three years ago. Oh, wow. Didn't know there was such a thing, but I've been doing it for over 20 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, it just became know, this popular phrase. I was going all of a out and doing 10-day trips before there was 
12 volt refrigerators when you use dry ice and an igloo. Yep. <laughs> exactly. We well, yeah. had an angle. Well, the first Early. fridge I got, the only company making them was Ingle out of Australia. Oh, wow. Before ARB, mm-hmm. and I had it imported. And when I first put it in my, I had a Jeep Cherokee that people were like, what is that? This is amazing, yeah. And it was a game changer because oh, yeah. uh, an igloo full of dry ice is a lot of weight and pain. Yeah, oh, yeah, it is. Sucks. Yeah. And, the, and like a lot of people don't even like do the dry ice method. It's just bags of ice every other yeah. day, which sucks, oh, you know. yeah. 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 Yeah, so, so a long time, using, uh, yeah. twenty years off overlanding, something like that. Nice. And All Denise, right. have you been? Uh, have you been a part of that? Yeah. Strongly, the last couple of years. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Prior to that, no. Be a little more comfortable. <laughs> she never liked going until we got the Tacoma. God. Gotcha. Now she's yeah. like, oh, okay. this is there. comfortable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She didn't like getting beat around in the Jeep. The Jeep. Okay. Yeah. But did you like yeah. with the Jeep? You like you know ground tented and all that. Basically, yeah. you know, yeah. old school we, camping style. We had style. a kind of a whole setup with a refrigerator and, mm-hmm. and a little bit of a slide out kitchen in the Cherokee too but we ground tended it yeah yeah that's kind of pretty much now you guys also, are living the life yeah <laughs> he's also kind of a bait and switch he'll tell you oh yeah we're gonna go on this easy trail and then it's like something <laughs> that I think I'm gonna die yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> well Johnny you come Randy from Randy and Mylene yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay okay yeah <laughs> Yeah, Randy and Mylene have also been on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Open Road for Two, amazing couple. Those guys are those guys are great. They got to actually use their their rock their sliders. Oh, yeah. I think was that your guys is you guys you guys have Mm -hmm. gone on a couple of trips with them now that now Mm -hmm. I think about it. Okay, I think uh, three of them are on YouTube or two of them are on YouTube. I can't remember. I think there's three on there. They're yeah. always filming yeah. it. Yeah, 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 they're always filming it. But yeah, they're um, in Hawaii right now. Are they really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lucky dogs. I'll tell you that much. Right? We're out with them next weekend, aren't we? Yeah. Oh, gee, yeah. they're coming right back into it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Heck yeah. Where are you guys going next weekend? We're doing the Morro Bay, which we oh, ver- we oh. rarely do pay campsites. Yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. if you're going to camp it. right on the beach, yeah, that's kind of the only, unless you go to Mexico, that's only a few options. Yeah. And then um, we're going to go up to Big Sur. But then we're going to do Big Sur. We're I was just talking about doing that, Big Sur. that trail. Yeah, 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 Big Sur is amazing. There's one campsite in particular. We're not going to list it because you've probably seen it on, in terms of our listeners, you've probably seen it on Instagram. A bunch of people go there, but it is a beautiful up on site. on the top of the hill? Yeah. If, yeah. You, can, yeah. if you can get there yeah. and get there first. like Yeah, claim oh, it. Yeah. Oof. There's nothing like Big Sur. And it, there's nothing like California along the coast um, because, yeah, you're you're – it's it's a scenic drive. What we'll probably do is, because um, we have this paid site in Morro Bay, but we'll go up into Big Sur, and if that site happens to be available, because both Randy Mylene's rig and ours are totally self-sufficient, oh, yeah, we'll yeah. just like, okay, we'll just camp here tonight. Instead yeah. Instead of going back to the... Yeah, yeah, that's your mm-hmm. backup in case. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a great idea, great idea yeah, though. Yeah. 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 And speaking of your rig and being self-sufficient, what what's the year, make, model? 2018 Toyota Tacoma Off-Road. Nice. In and the uh, quicksand, right? Quicksand, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, you bought it used, correct? I bought it used. It was uh, I bought it in 2019. It had 10,000 miles on it. <sighs> Score. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a, you, you got it right before they started doubling in price, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, and, and I really had researched what I was doing on the build um, a long before I bought it. And so, so you once, knew you wanted to come Once though? I had it, it was like, I had it down exactly what I was doing, so we. It took six months to to the point you see it now is about six months build. Seriously, it? but it oh was six gosh. months like we're nonstop. It was yeah. from one place to another, it. going at it, 
And uh, we really got lucky because it was only a few months after we kind of finished the build, this whole COVID thing happened. So our rig was all set up to, so almost every weekend. Yeah, you can wait six months that, to get we a were part out, in. out camping <laughs> yeah. remotely. Yeah, COVID was probably the best thing to happen for that for you guys before that truck. <laughs> 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 it was our COVID ex- escape pod. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. It, it, I thought it's like, you know. Some people will take years to get to that point to build yeah. something out like that. That's well, you crazy. never finish. I mean, yeah, you ask me when, when your rig evolving. is done. This is when you sell it. That's when, yeah. it's <laughs> <laughs> when you start the next one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. ain't that the truth, though, man? And I, I see, like, I've seen your guys' rig over at the Temecula Overland meet, and I've every time I go out there and and I see you guys sitting in your camp chairs uh, with your kit entirely pulled out, I'm like. Dang, I should go talk to him, but you guys always have a swarm around. Yeah, you, everybody's right? like everybody. Everybody's <laughs> asking you questions, and everybody probably yeah. asks you the same questions. Well, the microwave there. draws a lot. Of yeah. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have a microwave. Yeah, well, yeah. It, it's like one thing to be like overlanding and like, oh yeah, I got a Dometic. Yeah. Let alone you guys have two fridges uh-huh. and you guys have a microwave. Uh-huh. Like, and that's not even like the that's just, just the start tip of the iceberg. Uh, yeah, on the tip it, of yeah. the iceberg on what you guys have <laughs> because it just goes into a deep, deep dive. Um, but with your platform, why a Tacoma? Um, Is that what you initially were like looking for after the Cherokee? Yes. Well, honestly, I had no intention of selling the Cherokee. I'd had it forever. You know, I'd had it since it was new. Okay. It was a 97 Cherokee. Um, but after I went to Overland Expo. <laughs> Dangerous. And yeah. I saw <laughs> mm-hmm. how much you can do with the Tacomas. They're so But I was like, yeah. wow, this you could take it to a whole other level. Because I... You know, I don't. I like being comfortable. I don't want to be oh, out yeah. there. Uh, I'm not trying to rough it myself. anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I've done that. <laughs> I just thought this would be a great platform, um, and I've never owned a Toyota before, so I said, try. Yeah, it. The, the aftermarket support for like Toyotas is like ridiculous. Yeah, they make and that's, everything. You know, it's like you're looking to, to buy a, a vehicle to build. You know, if you want to do a, a Nissan, you're gonna have a hard time. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Getting parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta be, get you, creative. You go with Jeep or Toyota, <laughs> you've got the sky's the limit. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what's funny is that you say that, and but you've done you're a, very so creative. much custom work. Yeah, everything. Yeah. It's it's amazing how much custom work. Yeah, there's not done. a lot of like typical bolt on stuff. Yeah, and, and that's you what's surprising know, is, awesome. is, is you look at your truck at face value, you're like, okay, it's got a Prince U, you know, it's got, you know, a, a Snug Top Pro on it, correct? Snug Pro? Is that the... Yes, it's a snug top. Uh, and, a, and I wouldn't have gone with the snug top today. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, that's what was available but back then. Yeah. That's all it was available. Yeah, they didn't have like this. Now, I would much rather have it where those gold wings on the side open 100% because, oh, yeah. you know, snug oh, top yeah. only limits how much it yeah, opens. It's kind of a tighter... Yeah, I love yeah. it. It works great. Yeah. But there are a lot better options today. There wasn't when I... In 2019... Those options weren't there. Yeah, like yeah. my lane range, like the Super Pacific yes. or the yeah. Alu Cab, yeah. and you know GFC. All these brands now, like you know, utilize as much space as they can nowadays. Yeah, yeah. and probably a lot of the uh, the inspiration for my truck is from I've seen a lot of the. I'm sure you guys have too. You watch the the Overlanders in Australia. Oh yeah, yeah. and yeah, they take they it to a whole nother level. They do. Oh it's, yeah, I mean I Americans. No, we're just we're, we're amateurs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So I get a lot of inspiration of what they've done, but it's mm-hmm. like, well, no one's doing that here. So you have to mm-hmm. kind of mm-hmm. modify what you can get here to work. 
yeah, you pick and choose, right. and then you say, how do I find it, or how do I adapt something to yeah. it to fit yeah. that need? And it's true. Like, like I watch a lot of Ronnie Dahl, and uh, um, oh, yeah, yeah um, what's the other guy's name? Uh, I think it's 24-7, 4x4. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys do some pretty It's amazing what they do, and they just do it every weekend. They're just yeah, like, just, yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah. We're bashing our trucks going straight vertical on. <laughs> 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 but, um, yeah, what um, – What's the biggest thing you've taken from YouTube in terms of watching those guys? That's kind of a curveball, I know. But I know. Yeah. <laughs> Starting with the so hard much, questions. Yeah. Well, I think probably the whole um, using lithium and solar. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, oh, were, you know, they were on top to, of you know, it. You know, now in America, you're seeing everybody on every overlander on YouTube is putting solar in the, and they're putting a 100-amp-hour Battleborn battery mm-hmm. in their truck. The Australians have been doing that for you know ten years. Yeah, out of oh, necessity. Yeah. And that's probably the biggest thing I took from them is is setting up my solar setup the yeah. way they do it. Yeah, you have yeah. a legit, you have an actual a grip of solar on there. Yeah, yeah. I have you know four hundred watts of solar on the roof, an additional one hundred and sixty watts I can lay out on the ground, and we're running you know three hundred amp hours of lithium batteries with a DC DC fifty amp charger. So we could put a thousand watts uh, into the batteries, you know. To recharge them, yeah, yeah. yeah Most yeah. importantly, yeah. we could run the blow dryer, yeah. and the, flat iron. the ice maker. You, know, you gotta, gotta, gotta have your ice. Yeah, yeah the ice microwave. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it handles it all, which is great. Yeah. You know, yeah. you know. And like, everybody's dragging out these, you know, big Jackery one thousands and yeah. all this stuff. But like, yeah, you don't need any of that stuff. You're you know, pretty self sufficient. The problem it. with those little Jackeries and whatnot, a lot of them are pretty good size, but they don't allow you to pump. A lot of electricity back into them really fast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a slow you know, draw. A lot yeah. of them are designed. I think some, a few of the companies now are starting to get a little better. Yeah, but well, a lot of them are designed to charge them at home. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's what most wall. people do. They yeah. plug it in well, before your trip. If you're going out for 10, 20 days, you can't plug it into the wall. Yeah, what so do you, you do? got to be able to charge from your alternator. You know, and your solar. Yeah, yeah that's what mine does. Like, well, have a, I'm yeah. still the old school. I don't have a ton of solar, <laughs> but I have like the you know portable little battery thingy and but i plugged in my truck while i'm driving it's charging and then you know when i get to camp it's powering everything but yeah like the way you have it set up is way more efficient yeah it, <laughs> it honestly astounded me that i i saw you guys at to make a and i'm like the hell is that a microwave and yeah, yeah, how the, the heck are you see. powering a micro like a full-size kitchen microwave on a truck and uh today you you explained to me your setup and it's it's bulletproof essentially. Yeah. Uh, it's completely isolatable from your um, from your starter battery. Yeah, yeah my truck is um, everything that you've seen modified is the the actual running of the motor and all is all stock. There's no nothing pulling off the the starter battery other than the truck. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, lo- I see a lot of people. They'll do like you know just in their engine bay. They'll throw like your your dual dry battery, cell, yeah. you know, dual battery, and then a secondary battery. But like, yeah, the way you have it set up is way better. Mm-hmm. And I do have a, um, a throw switch to to jump start the car from those lithiums. Oh, you know, if, nice. If I wanted to, if I kill the kill the truck for whatever reason, yeah, it happens to be. Or a, if you killed an alternator, mm-hmm. yeah. um, there's enough Been lithium there. batteries there. <laughs> <Yeah>. to <laughs> to <laughs> you, know, you could drive a car a long ways without an alternator when you got 300 amp hours of battery. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. Okay, so here's a, here's a, here's something that um, the the. I guess our listeners have never known. We tried to do an episode on electricity. Oh and Jesus! It, yeah, that it was tanked a, because it's, 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 it's hard to, that one. It's hard to explain electricity to you know at, at the 
at the you know general person level. You know yeah, what I mean? If you, have, a, if you have no idea what volts, amps, and you know mm-hmm. just AC versus it, DC current is, too into the weeds. Yeah, yeah, it gets very sciencey very fast. Yeah. But what are the biggest things that you've learned from setting up your solar the way it is and setting up your 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 power setup the way it is? Well, I always tell everybody in the last, how much solar should I put on it? Yeah. Like, how much can you fit? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the more you have, the easier things are going to be. No. Yeah. If you've got room. Yeah. Throw it, it up there. Because you can sit on a beach for a week <clears throat> and never have to start your car if you've got a good amount of solar on there. Well, yeah. literally, when we, when we do beach camping, we, the most questions we get is about solar and about the microwave because... Mm-hmm. You know they they've got to run their generators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and we're not. Yeah, completely silent. Yeah. So they really, you know, we get a lot of lot of traffic. Well, the truck has a remote start too. I can start it from my phone. Oh. oh. And uh, I think I, we scared scared Randy and Mylene. Yeah. <laughs> we, were, <laughs> we were at Old Land Expo, and they you know they put they make you camp. You know, there's yeah, like four thousand people yeah. camping yeah. there, and they designate where you're camping. Well, they're camping you under trees, so the solar don't work. Real yeah. Well. Yeah. So. We're there for three days, and we're using the microwave and cooking bacon pizzas and cookies in the oven. Oh, that's right. you got a convection oven, too. So mm-hmm. yep. I, was, I was at the expo, and I thought, shoot, you know, I should probably charge the batteries. So I pull my phone out, and, and it remotely starts the truck, and so the, the alternator starts recharging the batteries. I think they were at camp, and they about came out of their skin. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, that's no joke. You need to have it so you can like, start talking to people. <laughs> you get a little PA on there and be like, who makes, who makes your remote start setup? Uh, Viper. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I have. Yeah. I have drones. Old I school. I yeah. didn't use the. Uh, I didn't do the alarm system or anything. Just the remote start. Yeah. I'm. Yeah. I'm the same way. I have. Uh, mine's made by Drone Mobile. Um, I pay. I think by the year for the remote start and GPS. Mm-hmm. I, as as law enforcement, I just get sketched out when people get their car stolen, and GPS is one of the biggest things that gets their cars recovered within the hour mm. that it's stolen. Oh, that uh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of historically, when it comes to stolen vehicles, by the time it's taken within 12 hours that they've stripped already yeah yeah yeah. stripped and in a ditch so my initial reason of getting it was i'd take my dog with me doing before she denise originally didn't go a lot with me so i'd take the dog Mm. and uh if i wanted to go to the market and get some stuff and all dog would stay inside so i could just leave the vehicle running with the air conditioning lock it up Mm -hmm. and yeah you know you can't if you leave your vehicle running on the Toyotas, they won't let you lock the thing if yeah. the thing's running uh, and you're yeah, outside. Yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. I wish Toyota would put the uh, little keypad on the side like Ford yeah, does. Yeah, because then handle. you could throw the keys inside, lock it. and but Yeah, you you'd can't. be good to go. But with yeah. the remote start, you can have it run indefinitely. Hmm, yeah. interesting. That's a cool idea, actually. Yeah. I think my, my truck, when I first had it, uh, it came with, it had a Viper alarm system and it had remote start. And that thing just had so many problems, dude. It would just like lock me out half the time. Yeah, and I, well, you so I eventually like old discos have you know <laughs> yeah, gremlin for wiring. It's <laughs> horrible. So I ended up just tearing everything out, just trying to like you know figure out what was wrong with it, and I just ditched it. But I, that was it was nice for a little while. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Yeah. But back to your question on electrical, I think the one mm-hmm. thing I notice a lot of people um, are doing right now is they put their lithium battery in, they put their solar on. But they do not install the DC-DC charger. That's key. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, DC-DC charger to me is more important than the solar. Yeah. Because unless you're camping in one spot for days, mm-hmm. which most of us who overland, you're camping overnight and you're off exploring the next day. Yeah, like you were saying earlier. Like you, your battery will recharge you while charging. you're driving if you have the DC-DC charger. So I would recommend most people, if you if your budget can't afford both, 
Don't even put solar. Just put a DC-DC charger on there so your alternator charging the lithiums. Yeah. Yeah. So can you go ahead and explain what a DC-to-DC DC charger is? Just so, kind of like in the most basic terms. Well, <laughs> Like you're explaining it to me. Yeah. Right. Say for, like, okay. <laughs> <my> so, <laughs> explain like I'm five. Yeah. Your, your, car, your car starts with a, a, a gel or a lead-acid battery. Mm -hmm. And that battery will pull uh, a certain amount of electricity and it only pulls a certain amount. And so your alternator can feed that no problem. It doesn't burn the alternator up. The problem with a lithium battery is a lithium will give take whatever you can give it. Mm -hmm. If you can give it 5,000 watts at once, it'll take it. It'll, yeah. So what it'll do is it'll smoke an alternator if you try to hook in your lithium straight to the alternator. Mm -hmm. The DC to DC charger regulates exactly how much electricity that lithium battery gets. Okay. So, mm. you know, depending on the size of your alternator, you can buy a 30 amp DC DC charger or a 50 amp DC DC charger. We have a 50 amp. So that'll pull 600 watts into that lithium battery. It won't pull more than that. So it won't burn up your alternator. Yeah. So that's what the DC DC charger does is it protects your alternator and and charges your extra battery. If you have uh you mentioned, you know, a lot of people just throw a second gel you know, Optima battery, yeah, you got dual yeah. Optimas. You don't need a DC-DC charger with that because that battery won't pull too much. And you can just hook it straight up with a little battery isolator so yeah. you know, you're not drawn from your second battery for emergencies until you need it. Yeah, it'll it. kick off so you're not yeah, draining But with a lithium battery, you got to regulate the power or it'll kill the alternator. That's yeah. the that's the reason for DC Perfect charging. way to explain it. Did and you upgrade your alternator as well or no? Fortunately, the TD off-roads come with a 180 amp, 80 amp hour oh, alternator. Oh, really? So they're already set. Oh, wow, big dog. Okay. Yeah. I think I just like upgraded mine to like a 130. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, shit, 180, that's crazy. So if you don't have a big alternator, um, you could get the, um, the or or you could buy you could buy the 30 amp um, you know, Renogy 30 amp DC mm. DC charger or the 50 amp, and the I think you could go into settings and turn it down. Okay. Um, 30 amp yeah, would only be pulling, you, you know, yeah. 400 watts instead of 600. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah. And uh, speaking of solar, uh, I've noticed that you guys have a lot of uh, panels on your vehicle. You, like you said, if you got room, stick it on there. Mm -hmm. And that's I, exactly what you guys did. How come you haven't done, like, I see everybody get, what coming like, escalator, something like that makes, like, those hood panels. You know, you, you got everything else covered in solar. I, I have but thought the about the hood panel. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I like the idea. I don't really care for the look of it. Oh, yeah. And it's such a little amount of wattage. It's like 80 watts or something like that. I don't know don't if it's that much. Yeah. 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 Is it that much? I thought it was like 50 watts. I, yeah. it, it depending on your hood it size. It didn't yeah, seem yeah. enough. I looked at mine. You have the hood scoops, so maybe it cuts out a little less. So, But yeah. I have thought about it. it okay. It's definitely a good idea. I just kind of like, I already got this much solar, and I don't really like the look of it that well. So Yeah, like your whole rooftop tent is covered. Yeah, in the panels. whole roof is covered yeah. 100%. Yeah. How did you pick your panels? Uh, basically, on the roof tent, what I can get to fit. I would say what would fit. <laughs> and the problem with most of these roof, hard shell roof tents is they, to create rigidity, they put these weird curves in yeah. them and yeah, stuff. It really of, screws not up a the, flat whole, surface, yeah. the whole solar uh, thing. So I did flexible panels. It originally was all flexible panels because I could curve them and bend them around. Mm -hmm, and I used mm -hmm. VHB tape and silicone yep. to hold them on. But I found that... Uh, I've yet to find a good flexible solar panel. They seem to be hit and miss. And so, they're incredibly brittle too, as yeah. well. Yeah, they wear work. out after time. So yeah. I ended up 
the middle panels, I, I removed the flexible ones and put some glass ones on the middle of the rooftop tank. That big chunk there. Yeah, yeah. So I have 100 watts of glass on the middle. I also have another 100 watts over the cab okay. in oh, glass. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have 200 <laughs> watts in glass and 200 watts in flexible. And if you put a meter to them, the 200 watts in glass are probably pulling, they're putting out 150 watts in the... 200 watts of flexible are putting it out about 50 watts oh, of actual. That's a killer so loss. Oh, my so, God. That's like a slap in the there, face. And I have heard there's some good flexible thin panels out there, but they're really expensive. Oh, yeah. yeah. They get to get the good ones, you're, you know, $3 a watt. Yeah. You buy glass ones <laughs> yeah. for 30 cents a watt. Yeah, it's so What's crazy. What's the name of that YouTuber that you watch? We call I call him Solar oh, Boy. Oh, Will Pros. Yeah, yeah. You want to learn, yeah. learn about mobile solar, mobile batteries, Will Pros YouTube channel. He uh, he full time lived out of the motor guru home, of it and yeah. motorhome for like six seven years. I oh. will a hundred percent be checking him out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So he breaks it all down. I learned a lot from him. On yeah. okay, cool. He's got a great story too. He was you know kind of homeless, broken home. And made uh, it. Yeah, and, and, and he started using he, solar and yeah. out of necessity. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, to survive and off the grid essentially. Um, now you know. you know he has a. Probably a million plus followers yeah. on YouTube. Oh, geez, mm-hmm. He's like, I can buy a house. But I don't need it. Yeah, he's got actually <laughs> he two, houses. two houses. Oh, he does actually. Yeah, okay, never yeah. mind. Yeah. <laughs> you're all right. Yeah, that's kind of the best way to do it is trial by fire. Is yeah. like you learn out of necessity, and thank goodness he's done it, and we have that yeah, him as an asset his, yeah. to, to learn. <laughs> yeah. Because man, it sucks dumping a bunch of money into into troubleshooting it. Yeah, um, yeah. I've looked in the solar, and like I carry like the little fold out solar panels, but like you said, like we're always on the go. I'm yeah. never in one spot long enough to be able to unfold yeah. that and lay it out and. It, if you're not right. staying uh, for two days in one spot, you don't even need solar. Really, you can just get yeah. away with a DC, yeah. DC charger. Yeah, you're good to go. But yeah. you have so many batteries, and oh my gosh, I I don't even want to know what your solar and battery setup costs. But yeah, I won't even just, get to that. Just spitball it for well, me. Just spitball it. Oh no. Let's tear the band aid so off right now. When I did, when I did. Here, I did the we lithium. shouldn't ask this question. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get in trouble. Matt, see, no, wait a second. Yeah, Denise, you got to step out of the room. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. When, I, uh, when I did the lithium, the only option was in America was Battleborn. Yeah. That oh, was it. And they were no. like, I think they were about $1,100 for a 100-amp-hour battery at that time. And that's why I don't have solar. Yeah. Now, now you go on Amazon you could 350 bucks you yeah you can put it a, together yeah. yourself a, just a yeah. battery i bought mine i told you how i got the tent yeah. i just imported it i imported the batteries oh, okay. and they were um 250 a battery not bad 100 amp hour battery and 50 dollars shipping so 300 dollars hmm. per battery that's actually not bad shoot yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, like are they the now. quality of battery worn no yeah but they put out 100 amp hours do and they do the job they do the job yeah yeah yeah, and that's man. that's honestly it is the bottom line is uh, form over function. Function is is key when it comes to building yeah. our rigs, mm-hmm. at least to us, you yeah, know, yeah. as as the average person. Yeah. Like we want to use it, we're yeah. not there to just look at it. But yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's nice to have a bougie setup and say, yeah, I got all Battleborn Red Arc setup. You know what I mean? And uh, but honestly, well, the Battleborns are big. If yeah, you look are at they the really? size of them? You, you you probably couldn't really hardly see my batteries are tucked up in there. Yeah. But my batteries. One of my batteries is almost half the size of a Battleborn. Really, and you, you even like made a custom battery. Like, yeah, you <laughs> yeah. You know, a lot of people don't. You know, and obviously it's you uh, can take them apart. It's intimidating, I'm sure, if you don't yeah, work with yeah. electricity and all. But 
you could literally build a, a battery from the individual cells that fits underneath your seat of your car. Yep. Really? Mm -hmm. Because their cells are only about an inch and a half. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're 18650s. Yeah, and you could lay them out. Because I got a, I made my own battery. I had one little spot that was about two inches thick and, I don't know, 20 inches long. And I just made a custom battery of the individual cells and put 100 amp hours in there to add. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, so, oh, man, I don't want to dive into, into batteries and cells and everything. Yeah, there's like so of, much to go kind over. I have to. No. Um, but when it comes to the lithium-ion batteries that we're talking about, um, for those of you guys who vape or in the, or in the tactical world, we'll say that, yeah. the 18650 is the cell, the individual. Like, the skinny little. Yeah, yeah. Like, think of it as a double-A battery mm -hmm. or triple-A battery. That would be a cell in terms of a battery. Um, what these lithium-ions are made of, especially, essentially, if you think of it, like a, a Tesla, a Tesla battery pack is made of of a bunch of eighteen six fifty cells. Like I think it's like a and you can lay them in any configuration you want. Versus like with your like your lead acid starter batteries are filled with water. Yeah, and you can't. You, you just got to make sure you know. There's a difference in lithium too. There's there's the lithium that everybody uses in their overlanding rigs mm -hmm. is the life PO four. That's yeah. the type of lithium. Okay. Now, if you have a cell phone or a remote control car, that's a lipo. Those are the different poly. type of lithium. Yeah, yeah. Lithium ion that, if you overcharge it, it swells and it'll blow up and cause a fire. The good thing on the Life PO4s, they will not do that. Yeah, a puncture, especially if you puncture a lipo battery, oh, it is geez. a violent eruption yeah. in terms yeah, of yeah. You a can fire. have like yeah. Remember like when we were playing airsoft, like yeah. we had to have like fire bags to put store them in because they'll catch fire yeah, they're, sometimes. Extre they'll, they're extremely volatile and blow up on you and like yeah have people like yeah, and a lot of people don't uh know you go look at the specs on a battery if you get a gel cell or a lead acid it says oh this is a 50 amp hour battery that's considered until that battery is dead and you kill it till mm -hmm. it's dead it won't recharge. Yeah, yeah it's you correct. only actually get on a lead acid or an optimum. Yeah, you don't want to run you all the way dry. Yep. Yeah. So exactly. if it says fifty amp hour, you get twenty five. Yeah, on a fifty amp hour lithium, you get fifty amp hour. All of it. You get all of it. What you see is what you, you get. You paid quite a bit more for them. You do, it's and a, they're a bit heavier. It's about two or three times in terms of the yeah. pricing for a lead acid versus a lithium battery, but and um, then they last. You know. A good lithium is going to last you over 10 years. Yeah. yeah. Assuming you take care of it and you, yeah. you charge it and discharge it in, in the proper way. But it sounds like you got a good charge controller for one. And A, you have all the monitoring for it is, you know, also one of the one of the greats for it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's yeah. There, there are tons of ways to do uh, accessory batteries and to power stuff like a microwave and some other amenities. But, you know, there's information out there like... Just check out some of the Australian dudes. Yeah, they, they'll, they'll, they do it to the <laughs> extreme. Of course, they a lot of them are sponsored by Red Arc, which yeah. is um, a, a, the, the popular name. Yeah. And good product, but boy, no, it's yeah. expensive. Yeah, you're yeah, going to pay the premium for it. It looks really pretty when they set them all up. And <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Although, you know, one of my pet peeves is I, I watch a lot of these guys with their sponsored by Red Arc, and they install the whole system in one of their golden doors yeah they just like, show it off is what see, they do because they paid so much money the real estate <laughs> <laughs> when you look at your overland rig you've got yeah, your your top real estate is where you can get in and out real easily mm -hmm. yeah that's you don't put your battery monitor there you, you put that, that underneath the, yeah. you don't need to see it you no. put it under the seat put it under something yeah. that's 
Yeah, it's all, all for a lot it's of that show. is just for show. It's show. Know, yeah. Which is silly. But I, I mean, guess if Red Arc's going to give me a $10,000 oh yeah. system, maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll show it, it off too. too. Yeah, I'll <laughs> strap that on top of my hood if you really want me to. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you guys want to learn about solar in terms of our listeners, like there's a, a mi- million, th- there's yeah. a million YouTube. You know, YouTube channels on there, <laughs> but it is a mile wide and a mile deep. Oh, you in can terms go down that rabbit hole big time. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. and make sure you put the right. Really look into ca- the size of cables you use. Yeah, yeah. that's a big I've, deal I've run too. across a few people the overlanding who just about burn their whole truck down yep. because they're using. Try and cheap you know, out on the cable. Some, no, some I normal automotive wire, and they're trying to run, you know, charge a, a lithium battery for, from it, and it smokes everything. Yeah, people running like speaker wire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, no. Welding cable. Be yeah. safe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. electricity like, is like, very like dangerous. Four gauge or something. I have grown from. Uh, Running back to the lithiums from the alternator is two gauge welding. Oh, damn. You got the yeah. big dog in there. That is so much money in just wire. Just the wire alone, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But hey, Amazon, but it, it, you yeah. don't get yeah. stuff cheap on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. I got a. <laughs> yeah, don't cheap out yeah. on it. That's no. the thing. Is like, That's like a big, yeah. Because you can lose your entire rig off of, you know, you're thinking, oh, I can I can do it on the cheap. And, and just... you set it up, you know, once you set it up, you know, take a hook of heat gun or something really mm-hmm. high wattage. Turn that sucker on, let it run yeah. for 15, 20 minutes, yeah, and feel your wires. Up. Yeah, so yeah. They get, they'll Make get hot sure if they're not. If they're yeah. getting too hot, you, you got need a problem. To up. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And don't try to heat, hook up a heat gun to your jackery or anything like that because mm. that thing will it burn. Don't work. Yeah. It won't. No. <laughs> it's going it's to kick off on safety on you, and you'll be like, well, you know. I, I, I thought it worked. Yeah. Yeah. It's got a plug on it. Yeah. It should work. But yeah, nope. a lot of people don't understand that. They see the, the house plug, you know, your, I can plug your, in. your typical AC plug. Your electric plug. blanket and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. and it just doesn't work. Yeah, our oven pulls 1,700 watts. Yeah. No. Speaking of ovens, let's go over oh, yeah, your amenities. Some, yeah. yeah, just <clears throat> we're going to flip it on the script. Usually we go from the bottom up, but we're yeah. doing from, I yeah. guess, the top down. Or, yeah. We're know, all over it. There's so much it. stuff we can go into, but let's go over your amenities because you have your solar and your battery set up to power. Or those amenities yeah so we have um a microwave convection oven that's also got an air fryer and a broiler it's all oh, that's one. all in one all in one yeah oh i so didn't you know that can, so you can use it as an oven you really? can use it as a broiler an air fryer or a microwave that's actually dope oh, i thought Jared, you a, we need to upgrade our yeah, house i know son of a bitch no, <laughs> <laughs> no I, I so i thought you had like i always see these like little coleman uh, convection type ovens, you know. I thought you had that separate. I didn't know that all that was an all in one package. All in one. Yeah, that's pretty dope. And then for yeah, the bur- we have neat. a cook partner dual burner stove yes, for sir. propane. Yeah, uh, we run two refrigerators. I have a Dometic in the cab that uh, we put all our drinks in. Mm-hmm. Easy accessible while you're in the cab. Right, right. liquids yeah. only. Never yeah. goes below freezing. Yeah. And then the back one, <laughs> yeah. I have a cheap two hundred dollar Chinese refrigerator that just happened to be the right size to fit on your slide there. On yeah. the slide there, that's we put all the food in. Nice, nice. Um, it works great. We have uh, electric uh, heaters on our bed, so we've got uh, we got the, the rooftop <laughs> totally tent. Want those at home <laughs> too. Yeah, yeah. Rooftop tent. We use the Mega Mats uh, mattress <clears throat> and uh, with electric heating pads on them, so we could dial yeah. in whatever temperature we want. So Ben, you need these. We were talking about because Ben hates the foam mattress in his rooftop tent. And yeah, these mega mats are sound oh, amazing. They were a game If yeah. anybody has a yeah. rooftop tent and you hate your your, your standard, standard two inch foam mattress, these yeah. sound amazing. With the Sometimes standard, I think I actually sleep better in the truck. Probably, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're they're, they're great. Yeah, and the, when we do a guest guest room at the house, 
I'm going to get a mega Absolutely. mat and a cot. And they will thank you for it. <laughs> yes, they will. Yeah, yeah well, we have the, the phone that came with the tent. You know, you'd wake up yeah. middle of the night, and, oh, shoulder sore, you're yeah. rolling yeah, if over. If you your whatever. side, it's just, no. Nah. None of that. Once we put the, uh, you know, and it's a foam, it's a four-inch foam mattress that has air in it as well. And yeah. you can dial in whatever pressure you want with it. And I just use the onboard air of the truck to air it up. And you could, you were saying you can suck it. You can vacuum seal I have it a in little, a sense. I have a, all my tools in the truck are all set up with Makita. Yeah, um, I've got Makita chainsaw and all the tools. <laughs> so I have a Makita vacuum, little teeny vacuum, and I just hook it to the, to the uh, when we're closing the camp up, I hook it to the air mattresses and sucks the air out of them until they're sucked down like they're a like, vacuum seal. Like a half inch thick. and Yeah. Yeah, because like, that's the problem. Like with a rooftop tent, you can only keep so much stuff in there. Right. right. So or else you won't be able to close it. We can keep all of our bedding up there. Yeah. And because so you don't have, have that extra of two-inch memory right. foam yeah. mattress right. or whatever that we you have. We have like five have. Yeah. Yeah. So we, Basically, yeah. we have oh, a no way. You know, <laughs> it's a Taj Mahal. Yeah. 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 Our tent's a one-off that we imported from China, but it's basically Huge. identical to an eye camper. Yeah. Okay. But it's long, the, first, the big eye camper. Yeah. And uh, we have in it the uh, five um, down pillows, two down comforters. Because he's a cover stealer. Oh, do I have oh, okay. I, I have a yeah, two down I have two down pillows and a down uh, comforter in mine as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so you understand. Oh yeah, I'm gonna write there with you. We have the mega mats <laughs> with the heated mattress pads. Oh yeah, and all of it stays in there. We don't take anything out. No way, and it folds up tight. It's not yep. like it's all bulging yeah, out, all no, crazy sometimes. It, yeah, it looks it, those mats. It closes. Are amazing. It looks like it closes tighter than factory. Like, it closes. It cl- yeah, clamps down pretty good. That's yeah. awesome, man. But it, the, talk talk about those heating mats because uh, we've we've talked about heated blankets before on the uh, on the podcast. But you guys sourced some pretty interesting uh, some some interesting heating mats. Yeah, you know, originally I was going to do the heated. Actually, we did a heated blanket originally. We did. Oh, okay, and yeah. it quit working on us. Yeah, they suck. Uh-huh. I had and one too. They like, sound great, and it, I like it quit trail, working. Like, and then, so I was yeah. looking at getting a replacement, and I come across. Massage table heating pads. Oh, oh yeah. Made for, for a masseuse. <laughs> yes. And they're fitted. They're the exact size of the of the the bed, and they got little bungee things that holds them. To oh, the it bed straps tight. it down so it's not so, flopping around in the middle right, of the night. Right. So you leave mm. them on. You don't take them off. They're just okay. like a, a fitted sheet. Thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the corners. So or they go on the the mega mats, and then I have a fitted sheet that goes over that, so you don't ever see them. And they they're. Yeah. Super thin. They're they're you know sixteenth inch thick or something. They're just the yeah. thickness yeah, of just a, like a little yeah. yeah. The heating element. And that's it. And, and I the think cover. they use a lot like lot a lot less a lot of less electricity because oh really a heated blanket you have all this extra space heated. that's not even on Crazy you. Crazy to turn. This it, is only the width the size of your bed. Okay. Okay. And it's get directly against your skin, so it doesn't take much yeah, to heat you put that it, up. And that's yeah. like key. Like you put it under you. A yeah. Lot of people like yeah. try to throw it over you. Like you no. Them, no, no. You put it under you, and when, it works really good. When we were in Kofa, how cold did it get? It mm. was thirty, and we yeah. had them on low, and it was more than enough. Yeah, you're like sweating. <laughs> and we didn't even we didn't have them on all night. We just, just yeah, just initial like heat in the morning. Or like, and on low yeah. they pull sixty mm-hmm. watts each. That's yeah. nothing. Yeah. Nothing. On high they go I think to 150 watts each. Okay, okay. You but plug still. It, are they AC or DC? That's the one thing they're they're AC. Okay. Oh, so you gotta sure. have a decent inverter, but not yeah, yeah, much. Yeah. I mean it's only you know sixty yeah, watts. Yeah, sixty watts that's not much um, yeah. Yeah. all still. the ones I looked at, you know, obviously anytime you can stay with twelve volt you're better because you there's a loss of efficiency when you gotta convert it to yeah, twenty volts yeah. then back or whatever. But I couldn't find any low voltage most of the low voltage stuff 
has like wants to shut off after so many hours. Yeah, they only last yeah. so long. Like yeah. four hours, and they shut themselves off. And I wanted it to run until I tell it to turn off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, that's shoot, that's a great idea. Yeah, cause I've tried all the like you know the the DC electric blankets. You know, the people you get for like you know the little wraps for your car when you're driving, and they all suck and they they fail or they don't. I'm like, this isn't. I don't even feel anything. It's not even getting warm. What is going on? You know, or because like I I just run off. Like I have like a little Jackery style. I have a Blue Yeti battery bank and it can't even power it half the time. Yeah. So yeah, that's just, a great idea. No, I highly recommend the, the uh, massage, massage table mm. mattress heaters. I'll be on Amazon tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> and, and truly, you will want one for home. Oh yeah, I know. Shit's gonna get dangerous. We turn it to yeah. high like right before bed. We'll turn it to high for a few minutes, oh, and yeah. it's just like you get in, it's like hot. Yeah, oh, this is the best thing yeah. ever. It's <laughs> awesome. But we were talking uh, before the podcast. You guys, you guys are you guys chase the weather, right? When it mm. comes to overlanding, yeah. Yes, so, I, I. The biggest enemy is wind. Yeah. Um, so, I yeah, wind sucks at camp. I uh, <laughs> I use uh, I, I'm not like everybody else. I don't use Gaia. I use Locust Maps. Locust, oh, yeah. like a grasshopper. Uh, yeah. L O. C U S. Okay, locus. Locus. Okay. No T. No T. Um, so not like the rest. And software. it only works on Android, <laughs> but yeah. it. Uh, you, one of the things I like about it is you can for I think like the state of California was like eight dollars to buy the whole state topography detailed topography map. Mm. So there's no worrying about downloading. Now you can download too. You can download just like sections like Gaia. Yeah, if you just wanted to see wanted area. a satellite or you want Google Map or whatever, but you can eight, download that. But for eight bucks if you get the whole state. So you, you just buy the whole state and you don't have to worry about downloading. Yeah, you're good to go. Yeah. But it also has uh wherever your you move your cursor to on it, you click on the weather and it'll give you the exact weather report. It'll give you the ten day forecast hmm. uh for that exact spot. <sighs> so before we leave clutch. on a trip, we're constantly we'll check what the weather is and you know yeah. if it's too hot too windy, too cold. Like, no, let's change yep. to go somewhere else, and we'll pick a different spot. You know, nice. And the great thing is, is uh, California and the West Coast. We'll just say that the west west part of the uh, United States. You can do that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of options. Yeah, yeah, there's a ton of options, and there's really no surprises. Like if there's a storm cell that comes through, you're going to see it. Versus like, you know, the East Coast where stuff pops up. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, and you're even saying like on the uh, the, the Locus app, like it uh, the, the icons are different and everything. Yeah, that's so another camp, thing you can do. You can neat. change what the icons look like. So I have like all my saved campsites look like one icon. Uh, cool cabins, I have a different icon. I yeah, have a, a mines, mines, a different yeah. cabin. So real quick. So basically, if I'm driving, if I'm doing, say I'm heading up to Moab to do a, a, a trip, I'll leave it running, and just. It, on my tablet, and that way I can just look over and see, oh, shoot, there's something coming up here we haven't checked out before. Let's turn off this road and head over and go look at it because it comes up on yeah, my... Bing, yeah, bing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, the, the red icon is like showing me something cool over here now. Yeah, right, and you awesome. don't have to, you know, with, with Gaia, you'd have to, to really do that feasibly. Either you got to have internet yeah. or you got to have to download it, all yeah. that, which gets yeah. real cumbersome. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's pretty sweet. The idea. barrier to entry or the barriers to execution—how about we say that—is uh, they're difficult, or it sounds like they're more difficult with other apps. Like I think about Onyx, and I've just used it for so long where I've, I've 
you know, kind of worked out the kinks. Yeah. yeah, I'm comfortable with it. But, you know, the only thing that they have different is the color coding. You can do, you know, you can color code your icons and you can put like, oh, here, there's deer sign or whatever. You can use the animal um, symbol, but that's pretty much it. Um, but Locus, I'll definitely have to check it out. Yeah, yeah the only do- drawback is it only works on the Android. Yeah. I, I, Sorry, I, Apple. A, suck it. I don't know why they have it <laughs> for Apple, but um, yeah. been, I, I have used all of them. I've, yeah. I have all of them on my tablet. Yeah, just as backup. But that's the one that I use mostly. Yeah, and just real quick on your tablet, let's talk about your uh, center console where yeah, your, you your, your, tablet's in. your uh, tablet is actually mounted. Because you got a bitch in like center console yeah. slash command center command going on. Command center right there <laughs> for sure. I got a combination of uh, the RAM and 67 design. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, 67 design, if, if you can afford their prices, that's the way to go. Yeah, they're, they're expensive, but they're sweet. They're yeah. nice. So I've got... Some of my stuff is 67 design, some is RAM. Like, what are the, like, we're trying to figure out like the little uh, magnetic ball mount. Oh, for, for the CB. Those yeah. are sick. I the, like that. The mics for yeah. the two-way radios. Yeah. I don't even know what. They're just a, a, a they're the size of a RAM ball. They're, yeah, you they're, know, like but they're smaller than three a Three quarters of an inch yeah. or something, yeah. but they're magnetic, yeah. metal. Yeah, and I epoxy cool them idea. to the dash. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you exactly what they are because I know because I I've, I was actually looking at them today before this podcast. Oh, really? We're wow. actually talking to you guys. <laughs> wow. So small world. It's uh, they're made by Night Eyes. N I T E Z I. What is Night Eyes? I Z E. Yeah, Night Eyes. They sell them at Walmart and or not Walmart, Home Depot and Amazon because I was on the Home Depot side because I got a gift card. Thanks, Christina, for Christmas. But anyways, the version that you have is called the Steely. It's essentially the little magnetic puck that goes on there, or the magnetic puck goes on whatever your device is. So you have them on your little HTs, your handheld talking devices, and the ball is actually on the. The dash. The, the, the right. dash, correct? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, now, the yeah. one thing, when you buy them, they come with a double stick tape. Yep. Oh, that, 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 that does not hold. It'll last for like a week or so. It holds then, until, yeah. until you're out off-roading yeah, and, you know, really, and it's hot out. Yeah. yeah. And then, then they fall off. <laughs> so just buy yourself some epoxy yeah. and epoxy them, and that works great. Yeah, Epo- yeah, I epoxied work. the piece to the mic, and I also epoxied it to the dash. Mm. Yeah. And what's great is it's it's magnets, you know. Yeah. So you don't yeah, even like you just get close idea. and then you right. You just kind of just throw it in that direction. Yeah, and it's like grabs snap. It. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to like yeah. click it onto anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Yeah, there's not a set of arms that you have to deal with or a knob that you have to turn to tighten or anything like that. It's it's foolproof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. of course, you know, it's susceptible to vibration. You know, they do have a little rubber ring around. Can't remember what part it is. I think it's the, I guess you would call it the female part um, that keeps it from moving. But you know. If you're wheeling hard enough, it's going to move. Yeah, I don't think it'd work too well for your phone. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, But it works for great handles. for a microphone, yeah. for yeah. your mic on your two-way radio. Mm-hmm. Now, what kind of radio systems do you run? I have a, a Yaesu FTM 400. Okay. Uh, I have my ham license. Ham. Yeah, so yeah. I have that. Um, and it's been modded to where it also can do all the uh the, GM, the gmrs yeah, and the yeah, fmrs yeah. it does all the channels so nice. and i have it programmed so i know what if it, someone's on their gmrs channel two i can go yeah. to that channel i think yeah. we talked about the mars mod before on the podcast if not oh, that's I, that's what you're talking about is the yeah mars yeah mod. you know you you can buy those rate those rays you can go like giga parts which is i think in orange county They'll do it right there for you. Though. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I did mine I at a ham radio outlet down in uh, Kearney Mesa. Yeah. In that area. I just cost ins- you like forty bucks. I just installed a, a hard mount uh, ham radio, and I need to do the the Mars uh, yeah. mod. It yeah. works real good because yeah. 
because then you could and i actually uh you know i will uh i got a few channels that are kind of they're not in ham they're not in gmrs they're kind of in a no man's land that mm. it's like there's no one ever on them it's kind of nice that's to, nice to be yeah yeah, yeah. and you, you have uh other uh, options as well in there i have a cb I, radio that also will run 10 meter ham okay um i almost never use it but yeah, it's it's, it's in there as well just in case yeah. get that old school guy out there who doesn't <laughs> have he just has I, I have the same i have a cb tucked underneath my seat then i got a couple baofeng handhelds that yeah, you know, nice. I can hand to someone I and mean, those things yeah, work great a little backup somebody to have one or if you're walking around spotting a vehicle you can communicate still yeah, yeah those are good mm-hmm. little backups for sure and yep. then what do you have in terms of emergency communication? Because that's also on your uh, on your center console slash. Yeah, I have the center. Garmin inReach. Uh, I have the one I have is the old one. is back with Delorme. was yeah. before oh, Garmin yeah. bought yeah, yeah, yeah. Delorme. So mine's a Delorme inReach. Oh, wow. But really? Okay. It works with the Garmin. S- still supported? And oh, yeah. And it, it just syncs to your phone, and you type the message on your phone. And, and you get text out if you need to. And it works. I've done a lot of trips where... I'm meeting someone, and I want, I'll find the camp ahead of time and just send someone else the message from that. Nice. Here's my GPS coordinates, and they'll find the camp. Find you know what? Yeah. I never thought about that, using using that mm-hmm. in the inReach for that application. Because me and Jared run with WeBoosts, and if we don't have signal with a WeBoost, we're just like, well, they'll find me. Or they find you. Or they, yeah. not, or they won't. You know? <laughs> like yeah. Usually, you know, Patrick will go out because he gets off a either, you know, day off of work before us, so he'll go out and scout before us a lot of times yeah. to find a campsite and we're coming out Friday to meet up with him, and it's like, well, I think he's out this way. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, hopefully, we find you. Yeah, you just find yeah. camp and send the yeah, coordinates with the yeah. Garmin, and then you're right, good yeah. to go. You did that at King of the Hammers, right? Didn't Scott come out late? I've done it there. I also did it when we were up in uh, Utah um, on the White Rim Trail just outside of, of Moab. We uh, sent the coordinates to a friend of ours who's coming from California, and he found our camp. Just nice. lost the coordinates. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, where were we? We're communications. Let's go yeah. to uh, amenities. You talked about your your microwave, oven, air fryer. Uh, yeah, God. I got so many things I want to <laughs> ask you about, but uh, yeah. Well, we run it. See, we run a fourteen gallon water tank. Yeah, I want to go in your mounted your over the wheel well. Okay. Both of those are pretty sweet. You got a 13 <laughs> gallon extra fuel tank mounted on the other wheel well. So one wheel well yeah. over that's got fuel tank. One's got the water. We got the bed slide between them. And I like how, like, the so just to go back to your water and your fuel, like, your fill ports are it, cut the, into your basic your, uh, your camper top. Or, yeah, and the snug top. The we, snug top, we yeah. And there's a little, you know, like a little door where you can fill from there, which is awesome, you know? Yeah, it's like very clean looking mm-hmm. you know it's not you know slapped together and you're like oh i gotta pull all this shit out or gotta climb in here <laughs> yeah, yeah. no it's, it's just refined very very dialed. everything yeah. should have a dedicated spot and it sh- everything exactly. should have two uses you yeah. shouldn't have anything that's one use <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right <laughs> yeah and then, like even like your little, little like for like your shower system you're, like you have that, that propane door yeah. you open that, I mean, i've been looking I've, I've talked about i don't know how many times i wish i could find like a quick disconnect for propane and like you figured it out I'm like, yeah hydraulic use it because it needs so great if you don't have the pressure regulator <laughs> now if you've got a pressure regulator prior to the connection hmm. you can use standard air hose quick disconnects oh, oh really oh, okay yeah so like if you got your propane it'll tank, seal no problem there. and you've got a regulator and then it's the hose is going to say your oven yeah, yeah. You can have a quick disconnect, standard air hose quick disconnect. Really? But if you, on the water heaters, the, the tankless water heaters, the regulator's inside them. Oh, okay, okay. So you're running high pressure straight from the tank. 
to that. So if you have a, a regulator before that, it won't work. Your water heater won't work, correct? If you had a regulator before that, yeah, I don't think it, because it has a regulator in it, so yeah. it wouldn't be working quite oh, right. Oh, yeah, gotcha. yeah, yeah. So yeah. if you got to have high-pressure propane, use a hydraulic, uh, from diesel trucks, you have the hydraulic uh, lines that they have are double, they got double O-rings, and they'll handle yeah. the high pressure. They're yeah, quick yeah, disconnects. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's such a great idea. Dang, man. I know. It's like a wealth of knowledge. I know. I'm learning so much right now. I love <laughs> it. But I have a quick disconnect at my oven as well, but that's just standard air hose. Really? Okay. Because it's lower pressure because <clears throat> yeah. the regulator's at the, uh, on the other side of the quick disconnect. Okay, okay, okay. There's so Got many it. things on your rig that are like, you have to see it to believe yeah, it. Yeah, I was just sitting there staring you've like, done oh. You've done so much legwork in terms of figuring it out. That's how I go to sleep at night. Like, <laughs> about, Let's see, how can I modify this? Yeah, because it, it's... That's like that meme you always see, like the, the man and the woman in bed, and she's like, I bet he's thinking about other women. And he's like, how can I make my propane system quick disconnect? <laughs> yeah. I'm still trying to work out how I can hit one button and level the rooftop tent. Oh! oh. <laughs> that yep. sounds expensive. Yeah. No, but uh, speaking of water tanks, you have a water tank on there that's custom. Like for a lot of people, when they think of water storage, they think a water port mm-hmm. um, or making their own, like Jared and yeah, like I the did. rooftop you know, or the yeah. you know the, on the roof. You have like a you know. A if tank. you live anywhere close to the ocean where there's a harbor, mm. there's somebody who works on boats. Yep, and that's I went to a shop in Long Beach. I'm in Southern California, that builds water tanks for boats. Mm. And they basically weld plastic. Yeah. And they'll make it, you draw it up, and they'll make it whatever you want. You could look, you could search if you live in the middle of the country and you're not close to a to an ocean. You could search on Google, and there's companies will make them and ship it to you. But you give them the dimensions, and they'll weld it up out of the proper plastic for a water tank, and they'll put the proper fittings in it and everything. Yeah, because the way you have your, your the bed of your truck set up, so you have, what's the slide you have? Bed slide. Bed slide. Yeah. So yeah. most most of your components are on that. Mm-hmm. And then, but to the side, it's your, your bed sides are just kind of wasted space. So you utilize all that. So right. like on one side, you have your, your battery system and your, your your fuel tank, your auxiliary fuel tank, we'll get into. <laughs> but yeah. And then on the other side, it's basically your whole water system, mm-hmm. which is like it, Yeah, because the bed slide space. fits between the wheel wells. Yeah. So above those wheel wells, one side's water, one side's fuel. Yeah, it's just dead zone. What, might as well use it for yeah, something. It's, it's, and you utilize every inch of space on that truck, which yeah. is awesome. I love yeah. that. Yeah. And usually people who are not in the know, it's it's an awkward space to fill. Mm-hmm. And you know, the only other way is, a paying an extreme overland tax for something that is made for a 2019, 2018 Toyota Tacoma specifically for that, or you do it yourself. Um, or, you know, in and your that case, water tank costs $300 to have made. Yeah, that's exactly. Bad, you be find honest. You know, that's not, it costs you that much to buy a front runner one that's pre made oh, yeah. that, mm-hmm. that doesn't fit it's exactly not the right where you size. Want it. Yeah. Yeah. I know like Alucab makes those ones for like the back, uh, like right below the back window, mm-hmm. and they're like stupid expensive, yeah. you know. And but yeah, and it holds how much? 14 gallons. Yeah, and at the end of the day, that's that's what you need is you just need a vessel to hold water. Mm -hmm. And it has to be safe to drink and it has to be safe to bathe in and everything like that or cook with. And the great thing about your setup is it's it's form fit to your particular vehicle and your setup because you have that bed slide. There might be some guy out there who's like, oh, yeah, my slide's a different size or I custom made my slide um, and I need a a tank to fit. But with you exploring the, the, you know, the different different manufacturers or the different 
custom custom makers out there, you found an application that suits your needs. And, and that's the thing. You don't always have to like go with like the name brand yeah. thing. Like find somebody who'll make some custom stuff for you. And that's like mm-hmm. usually a lot better. Yeah. And we, know? we talk about the build by modify <clears throat> series episode. I think that was pretty early on, yeah, but this is like one, the, yeah. the prime example of it is to cross reference from, from other, you know, yeah, see what other people have other, done. <laughs> other hobbies or other uh, yeah. kind of facets, like the massage, uh, the massage <laughs> heating pads. Like, dude, like I never would have thought of that. Yeah. But if you or the hydraulic lines for mm-hmm. the, you know for your now, and if I had a, I don't have a tire swing out on my truck. Hmm. If I had, yeah. I probably would have put a water <laughs> tank where the uh, or extra fuel tank where the spare tire goes. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'd have had a custom tank made yeah, underneath to fit it. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we were talking uh, um, on our our last one where he did that with the uh, Jeep. With a sip, oh yeah, yeah, and mm-hmm. he but they're not cheap. Yeah, but it's you know it's like designed for his Jeep or something yeah. like that for an you know a, a, a larger fuel tank basically. Yeah, that's a lot of money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? So what do you do? <clears throat> what do you do to find that water tank in terms of getting it made? Did you just search like I was searching Google for uh, custom made water tanks, and no. I came across a bunch of different sites. Um, and I sent them all my sketch and got quotes from all of all of them. Oh, really? You just basically designed it yourself? And yeah, said, I just this drew what it I'm up. Looking for who can make I mean, this? Drew it up and said, "This is what I want." And I sent them the sketches, and I got quotes from a bunch of different people. And the one idea. that happened to be the cheapest actually was in the one local, the oh, one in Long perfect. Beach. So that worked. You know, yeah. some some I hate to say it, some motherfucker out there is listening to our podcast, and they're going to do exactly what you did, but they're going to they're going to name it something else, and they're going to slap the overland tax on it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, actually, Tacomas are so popular that the guy who made it actually started. Mass produced and he probably probably sell the front runner, you know. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Took your sketch and uh, yeah, you're, you're you're owed some royalties here. You know? Yeah. <laughs> but I've sent a few people to this guy. I had a friend of mine who built a. He bought a um, Smitty built trailer, just a cheap, and mm-hmm. he he was a good fabricator himself. And his trailer now looks it's as good as your. You know, yeah, Patriot Camper. Patriot Camper. It's as nice as a Patriot Camper, and, yeah. and it cost him a fraction of it. But the one thing he's like, man, I have this water tank, and I sent him that guy, and they hooked him measured up, measured it, and got exactly the tank. I think he's got like twenty five gallon idea. tank fits in the underneath the uh, underneath the um, well, axle. And not to get off track, but no. he tows that trailer with a four by four sixty seven Firebird, Firebird mint. What? <laughs> That's awesome. With, I know, it's crazy. It, it's a fully locked front and back lockers. What? He's got air lockers front and back, 67 Firebird. No way. In mint condition. Whoa. He's got 33-inch tires on I'd it. I'd love really? to pick that guy's brain. I want to see. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. He's end-over-ended it, rolled it twice. Ooh. Really, Yikes. and rebuilt it, and it's now in mint condition. That's a labor really? love right there. Yeah. He's Ooh. owned it since it was just a, you know, was an old car. It wasn't a classic now it's a, he yeah. made it into a classic yeah we camp with them at, at overland west and i've known him gosh since i was 15 years old and, oh okay and uh they were like celebrities oh it was the oh, one time sure, that no one had, i saw that thing I'd it was one of the like few times that. that no one had a question about my tacoma yeah, yeah, like, <laughs> next yeah, yeah. no one even looked at the truck that's, awesome. <laughs> that's so <weird>. speaking <laughs> of that your your tacoma turning yeah. eyes how did you guys get the name chateau tacoma uh a lot of this, you know, I, I I do a lot of the DIY builds myself, but mechanical stuff, you know, mm. installing air lockers and stuff, I take it to a, a, a professional. Shop, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. And um, I had it one of the shops that does work for me. Every time he, he had it in there, people would stop and 
question this Tacoma you know, you don't see it's starting to get more common now but you don't see a lot of Tacomas on 35 inch tires yeah um, and yours still stands out more than yeah most <laughs> so people come in and ask about the Tacoma uh-huh. and then so he started giving tours of it because everybody come in and ask about it and so he just started oh you want to see Chateau Tacoma because it had the microwave and it had the yeah, bed yeah. and the whole Chateau. thing so he started calling it the Chateau nice it's very fitting <laughs> what's crazy is your your truck when it's all buttoned up it's it it turned my head i was like dude like it's it's cleanly built it has a yeah, it's uh, very unassuming as first yeah yeah you have a nice rooftop tent on there you got um dual princes correct yes uh, for the roof for yeah. the roof and the 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 truck cap and then you have a, what awning on there? That's the Alucab 270 awning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not cheap. Spared no expense. No, very nice. Yeah, it took me a long time to but pull the trigger on that awning. It, and you like said you had to like custom mount that to the Prince uh, rack. The Prince rack it. is not designed to handle a 270 awning. No. Yeah. And so, so we had to do a custom brackets on it. If you're going to do a 270 awning, go with a front runner rack. Mm. Um, don't go with the Prince But we had a custom, right, I already owned right, a rack, right. so we, yeah. we built a custom well. bracket to, to handle the weight. Yeah, it took me a long time to pull the trigger on the Alucab awning because you know, they were like $1,500. Yeah, they're even more than that now. Like, I can, I'll tell you that much. I'm happy I did it because having it, it, it opens in 30 seconds or less. It closes at the same time. It can handle 40 mile an hour winds. Mm hmm. Um, wow, it's, it's honestly over constructed. Oh, it's yeah. They're not. They're I was not talking light, to the uh, to the Alucab dealer when I was at Overland West, and he said they've actually had some rigs tip over. Yeah. Oh, it actually blew because the sail? wind no caught them and tipped the rig over, but didn't break the awning. Holy yeah. shit! That's it's crazy. a big old sail. I mean, that's it's, awesome. And yeah. honestly, without yeah, because you see people they, they hang from them and yeah, stuff. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we, we really like it. I mean, because it's so easy to set up and put away. It just swings out. We pull it out. We stop for lunch. We pull it out. Why not? We stop. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I have like those, like we have yeah. the little you know, side awnings. And there's just a pain in the ass to put up. Like I yeah. never use it. I yeah. hate, as a short guy, like <laughs> like you guys, like I'm a short dude. Like I, I don't even have like a huge lift on my truck or anything like that. But I have that little stupid rolly CVT awning and it sucks yeah. having to put that thing out. I, I have the perfect. And put uh, it back. Alucab should have, I wish I had cameras rolling because it would have been a perfect commercial for, for Alucab. Is it the Costa Mesa Overland Show? Mm-hmm. Uh, and our truck was in the show. It oh. was on display there. Nice. And um, right next to me was a guy setting up his truck was on display, and he <laughs> had the ARB awning. Mm-hmm. So we got we started setting their awning <clears throat> up at the same time. Oh yeah. So I You're set my awning up. Beer. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> I opened up the oven. I put in some cinnamon rolls. No way. <laughs> Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> so that's even better. He's dude. working on the awning, and I'm watching it. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you know, oh, ding, bing, oh, it's done. I pull out my cinnamon rolls. I'm sitting there, got my drink, got my cinnamon rolls, and I'm eating them, and he's still working on the awning. <laughs> That's like, so this great, would be dude. the best Alucab That would have been perfect, dude. Yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, oh, honestly, they've, they've, perfected the, they've perfected the 270 awning. Yeah, they got and a nice There's a few one. companies I think have stole their idea now, too, that there probably are. are less expensive. Than there's yeah. some cheaper knockoff versions, but they're, I don't think they're, the quality is there, though. Yeah, and especially if it's something that you're going to be interfacing with every single time you go yeah. out, it yeah. should be quality and it should be easy and it should be, you know, kind of carefree, you know. And we installed lights into it, too, so we open it a lot just for lighting camp. Yeah, yeah just a, you know, yeah. we just open up because then now the whole camp yeah, is lit. Uh, yeah. Could be 2,300 hours you guys are pulling that awning out for mm-hmm. that light, that mm-hmm. ambient light. Yeah. And, oh, man, jealous. Yeah. <laughs> jealous jealous for a lot of different reasons yeah, yeah. um but one of the things that i'm 
very very jealous of is the fact that you all you have all makita tools um ready to go ready to go and it's no joke like you have how many all the tools yeah what what makita tools do you have on your truck right now well started out i wanted to have a chainsaw we all want to change over, guys. Yeah, got it. Check. <laughs> yeah. You know, when you're, when you're camping, you know, obviously in Southern California, it's kind of, you don't get to do it no. much anymore. But you know, up in the Sierras and whatnot, you you just c- cut down wood and, you know, yeah, make you get, fire. You make your firewood. Mm-hmm. So I wanted a chainsaw. I want an electric chainsaw. I don't want to be carrying around. Fuel, fuel. t-shirt. Mixed yeah, fuel, fuel, fuel and all yeah. that. Because you already got to carry around bar oil. Right. So. so I ended up, I got a Makita chainsaw. I was like, okay, I got a Makita. I got to get, so... Then I wanted to get, you know, have a drill and Impact cut off. Driver. And actually, the, one of the tools, when I bought the chainsaw, it came with as a separate thing, is just an add-on, the Makita cordless grinder. Yeah. And I thought, I'm not going to do with this grinder. I use that thing more than anything. The cut, I got cut-off saws for it. That yeah. thing is like, oh, my God, that's like my favorite tool. Oh, I love I'm my yeah. grinders, dude. Constantly <laughs> cutting stuff with that, that thing. That was actually my most recent person, purchase from Home Depot was a DeWalt uh, grinder. Yeah, mm. so the FlexBolt. So I have the cut-off saw. I have a drill. I have an impact gun, which for taking your tires off and on. But mostly yeah. I use it for – I have big old uh, screw-in uh, anchors for my – you know, they're like tent anchors. Yep. Mm-hmm. But I use them for extending the Alucab awning. So I have the walls. Yeah. They're not walls that Alucab sells. I think they wanted some crazy price for their yeah. walls. I just went on Amazon for like $20 and bought these cheap canvas walls. Yeah, it works. I installed Velcro on them, and they Velcro right to the Alucab Velcro. And I can use them for walls on the awning, but mostly I use them to extend the awning out another you know, eight feet. Yeah. So, so much shade. God. But That's the bigger problem. thing like, is that the Alucab walls are heavy. Yeah, because yeah. they're really a yeah. thick, real thick canvas. Heavy canvas, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it the same canvas that the actual yes. awning? Yeah, yeah. I love mm-hmm. that. And, because and so for many- the walls, it's like, ah, you know, we just... We, I just didn't want to spend the. I don't know what they want. It was a lot of money they wanted for those walls, and I didn't yeah. want to spend it. Yeah. No, yeah. So many companies cheap out, and they go with that tent material mm-hmm. for their walls, and then guess what? It does that flap, 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 flap. Mm-hmm. Oh man! But you mentioned something those uh, those those tent stakes that uh, you drill into the ground. Uh, tent stakes are one of those things that I've kind of fought with for a really long time until I saw Dan. Um, I won't say his last name, but he's a partner of mine at work. Um, oh, he's right. adventures yeah. with Casey. He's like, Hey, check out these, check out these tent stakes and you drill them into the ground. And of course, like fellow gear guys like us, um, you know, they're essentially a big bolt mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you just drill into the ground yeah. and you, you drill out and it, you don't have to deal with a hammer. You don't have to deal with anything like that. And, um, and they got a nut on the end. So yeah. I just use yeah. the Makita impact and yeah. just send it, send them in. Yeah. All the way in, all the and way out. I haven't. Fortunately, I haven't needed to try it yet, but I'm, always, I'm curious because I have eight of them. Unfortunately, though. No. I mean, yeah. if, if I screwed all eight in, I wonder yeah. if you could hook your winch to that and pull. Oh, oh as an anchor that's point. An anchor. Could, eight of them together. That's a lot. Right? Might yeah. be able to do it. But hopefully, I never need to try They're it. They're like, yeah. what? I think 10 inches long or something like that. They're pretty. They're pretty long. Yeah, and they got a big long. auger yep. that mm-hmm. digs yeah, them yeah, in. They're, solid, they're yeah. no joke. I also carry, because um, I have a my drill is drill or hammer drill. Oh, okay. And I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, concrete hammer drill and the anchor oh, to anchor into in rocks <laughs> yep yep because oh, actually you, carry that you, on your you truck? asked me about my winch i've used yeah. it several times i'm like <laughs> so once great. i was on a shelf road up in death valley and the road gave away Ooh, and sketch. the truck started to slide off of it Ooh. and 
we ran the winch out to a boulder and pulled ourselves back up, no problem. Yeah, yeah. But I, when I was there, I started thinking about what if there was no boulder close enough? Yeah, you know, yeah. It was just a sheer wall of rock. So I got one of these anchors that's designed to screw in yeah, with yeah. an eyelet, and you could hook in yeah, and create your like own a, anchor point. Essentially, a rock climbing eyelet. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's designed for that much for the weight of a you know to pull a truck up. So that's amazing. the other one I hope I never need to use. Yeah. Well, now I'm gonna have, to, hey, I'm have to keep my Hilti in the freaking truck now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just in case. Just in case. <laughs> Drop some anchors in there. <laughs> what other Makita tools? You got a vacuum to yeah. vacuum the vacuum. Your, so I use the, that to clean up inside the tent and to suck the air out of the mattresses. Mm-hmm. Um, what else we got? I think that's about it on the Makita stuff. Yeah. Uh, you, you covered pretty much every it? base. And, and, and oh, you have a Makita light. Oh, that big oh yeah. We got, the, we got uh, a Makita spotlight that's mounted uh, on the front of the seat there in, in the driver's yeah, side. Yeah, so you can get out and, yeah. Yeah, it works as a flood or a spot. Nice, nice. <gasps> that's such, Our such a genius Our plumber had way. that light. He had to have it. <laughs> oh, of course, oh, yeah. of course. Mm-hmm. Especially with light. Like, you know, you have your ditch lights. Like, you have, uh, I think, Baja Designs ditch lights on there, correct? Yes. On yeah. Prince U, uh hood 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 mounts, right? It's Prince U designs. I don't know who made the hood mounts. Um, Jared was looking at them, though, yeah. because the way they were designed originally, you install they're, them. They're low. You're, they hit the, the, the fender of your truck, so I put some, some bolt extensions to get them up so they don't hit the... Uh, yeah, some uh, um, all-thread couplers, basically, yeah. Yeah. just to raise it up. Yeah, like I got it up like an inch or inch, inch and a half. half. Yeah. That's a smart idea. Yeah, oh such a great idea. Yeah, like yeah, a lot of times, like yeah, your hood will hit it, or they come back if you have them on your hood. Yeah, no, it's a great idea to get them out of the way, or if you have like a snorkel or something like that to yeah. move it out a little bit. But with ditch lights, the thing is about them, you can't move them. Like I'm used to, we call we have spotlights on, mm-hmm. on cop cars. You know what I mean? You can move yeah. them back and forth and left and right and everything like that. But with with off-roading sometimes you just need to see hey what the heck is that and Mm -hmm. you know unless you have 360 degree you know 48 inch light bars you're not going to see it and i would like to install one of those cop lights on my but those are are expensive they are yeah Yeah, they are 100 i've looked it up and also (laughs) why is this thing so expensive yeah but well and also you have to drill through your a pillar yeah. and there's a for the tacoma there's a uh, the curtain airbag right there right. so oh, that you have to get right. a custom one and then you add on a hundred bucks for that and it's just like or you, you can just carry a makita floodlight recently we were finding camp at night and yeah. she oh, had the floodlight the and she was yeah. looking to see where we're gonna yeah yeah, yeah like literally every time I go into camp, I'm looking for it at it night. Happens. Always, it happens. Yeah, How do you never... have that Makita light mounted on your? Uh, your... Just floating. Um, it's I don't know what the brand is. But it's one of these little rubber grommet that pulls and ratchets over just real mm. quick. Yeah, yeah, like connector. the quick fist. It's kind of the ones like that everybody that. uses for their shovels. Yeah, yeah, it's that same type. Quick fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And Denise, you were mentioning or um, on on that trip, you were using you know you were in charge of the spotlight. What do you do in terms of the co-pilot? Um, do you ever get in, in behind the driver's seat I of that? Know, that I absolutely nothing. Nothing. She has a she, a she has a ride. two gate limit. She will open two gates. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> That's great. I've been trying to get her to air up and air down tires. Uh, no, 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 that's not happening. No, no. no Denise, I do, you got it made. I do, I do cooking. Yeah. Oh, okay. oh, well, hey, that's... And I make some awesome stuff on the road. I the bet. Trail. That's key I right there. I say, Marco, bring it. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh challenge. Challenge. There you go. <laughs> been thrown down. All right. Cocktails yeah. and cooking. That's oh, hey, then, then you're set. Yeah. That's all you need yeah, to provide. Yeah, you reach, in, you reach in down the middle in the Dometic, and there you go. Got some margaritas <laughs> yeah, going yeah. at the beach, but and you're set. Honestly, though, I do need to do... To learn a little more, yeah, 
just for from a safety perspective. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Yeah. If you you're yeah. get injured or something, you mm-hmm. can't do it. You still have to be mm-hmm. able to get Absolutely. us out of there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. you should learn how to put it in four low and mm-hmm. hit the lockers and yeah, yeah. And I'm sure like we've talked about medical stuff before, but one of the things that I'm proud to see that I saw on the back of yours is an American medical, um, actual medical kit. And you went through it with us in in the park or in the, in the front yard there and you're, you're, you're ready. Yeah, we, we, you know, I bought a really nice kit and then I also, a friend of mine was a a surgeon and I talked to him, what should I add to this? We're in really remote areas. He says, well, add an EpiPen. Yep, you that's know, a great idea. Someone has an allergic reaction yeah, yeah. or whatever. You know, you so we put a couple EpiPens in there. <clears throat> super glue. Super glue. He yes. Super glues. You know, I've any used type it of before. cut you can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we also have a staple gun for mm-hmm. if you have a bad cut, yeah, you can staple ones. it up. Yeah. Um, and then all the medications and patches and yeah, so it's band- pretty well set up and all yeah. the basics. Yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, and that's that's a hot tip. If you have somebody that you know in the medical field, say, yeah, pick their brain. Say, hey, what are the common yeah. injuries that you see coming into, um, you know, a either the ER or whatever it is that people aren't prepared for? And the EpiPens, you got to have a, a prescription for them. But oh, do you really? He, you know, he gave me the prescription, but he right. says you can go to your doctor and tell them this. Is, I go out in the middle of nowhere. They'll actually hook you up, and, and they'll give you a prescription. And you just say, look, I'm in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, this could have a problem. You know, yeah. Get yeah, somebody might. You know, yeah, yeah. 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 We, can we also keep electro electrolyte powder. Oh, yeah. good for yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, because it's important. You can get yeah. dehydrated. Yeah, really real, I've, I've seen like yeah, I've buddy little keep like like liquid IV stuff yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. I've exactly. seen people get dehydrated real quick. Mm-hmm. You don't expect it, but yeah. We keep a bug out bag in the truck as well because mm. you never know when your truck breaks down. Yeah, and you have to huff it out. Yeah, and in that bag we have you know. Compass, paper maps. Paper um, maps, key. I noticed oh, that you got that. a stack of paper I have, maps. Do you, right? I, I have every that. paper map for every state west of you know Colorado. I love it. Um, I have a, a compass. We have fire starter. We have emergency food prepare stuff, um, water purifier stuff. So some bear spray in uh, there. Yeah, we got. Mm-hmm. So we have a bug out bag, and, and the bug out bag has a water carrier on it, so you can fill the thing full of water. And yep, because God forbid any of that happens, but you guys are prepared for it just in case. I yeah. thought maybe last weekend. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, what happened? Yeah. There's a there's oh, a big old. Big old oopsie daisy. Where were you last weekend? Uh, we were Kofa Wilderness uh, in uh, Arizona. Oh, that's oh. between Courtsite uh, and Yuma. Yep, yep. You're right it's a border. very remote. If you guys have not overlanded it, Jared, yeah. very been, beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, very remote. Yeah, yeah, some cool beautiful. spots, cabins, and stuff. Yeah, we were uh, seventy miles from Courtsite, about forty miles. The closest thing was a truck stop, forty miles away. Yeah, not much out there. It's a long walk. We completely lost yeah. brakes. <laughs> Uh, ooh, brakes are ooh. Yeah, the one our <clears throat> rear brake uh, drum, the cylinder blew and just emptied all brake fluid out oh, of the truck. Oh shit! <laughs> so uh, it doesn't make sense though. That's such a weird failure to happen. It was the O-ring blew inside it. Oh, gnarly! Which like, yeah, I, brake I drums. Several are... mechanics. They said we've seen them. Normally they'll start leaking. You know, it's yeah, drip a little never bit. Never just nope. explode. <laughs> Gone. Wow. So we. Uh, Undid the brake, the steel brake line, and pinched it over with vice mm-hmm. grips, and uh, filled up 
with uh, we had bar chain oil for a chainsaw. We put some of that in there just to give it minimal breaks, which is a great idea. Some like, sort I, of compressible fluid. So the kind of mechanic told me you could it. actually use water if you had to. It's, okay, it, it'll work. But um, he didn't recommend it because well, you always then you got the problem down the road. You might some of the components could have rust, yeah. you know, because you mm-hmm. ran water, water through it. Through but them. if you had to use to something, get you off the trail. Fortunately, you know, with four wheel driving, you unless you're on Black Bear Pass or something, yeah. you're not using brakes that much. You yeah. can in put which yourself case, I would hike four low yeah. Yeah. i'll yeah. walk alongside to the truck yeah. you put yeah. yourself in first gear four low you can go pretty slow without yeah, brakes just, you just mm-hmm. creep it all the way back yeah so we drove the 40 miles to the truck stop and bought all the brake fluid they had <laughs> yeah, yeah. And probably paid them about 100 bucks and, uh, yeah. yeah and then uh milk we limped it home all the way to riverside from quartzite oh god that oh, is so shit. far you went all the way back yeah, every 50 no miles joke. we'd stop and refill top the, it off a little bit but you made it the lights would go off that we were low on brake fluid. Oh, about every that. fifty miles, we'd refill it and get back on the freeway. And we stayed the night in the in the empty lot behind the gas station. Yeah, when we drove, it oh. was it was night. Yes, when the we thing, did. We were just pulling into camp when the Don't when tell the brakes went out. <laughs> <laughs> so it's right at dusk. We just get to camp. We're forty miles from this truck stop. Yeah. So we had to off road the whole thing through at night, mm-hmm. forty miles. You know, and it's pretty. It's a decently rough yeah, trail out there. Um, you know, it's not rock crawling, but it's definitely four wheel no, yeah. drive required. No, you, yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be rough. And, points, um, yeah. So yeah, we got right up to the about a mile from the truck stop and camped there. That way, we figured first thing in the morning, we'll right get, past that, you hit that washboard road before the truck stop right there. And yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, they yeah. camped right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the just past the Kofa cabin or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Okay. It felt weird though because you're that's where I broke my shock. Too close to civilization. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and you're like, well, I. Got my rig. You know, it's out of necessity at that yeah. point. That yeah, you're yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, accidents but happen. You're, at least you had that you know, option to be able to do that. Yeah, you know, absolutely. Good yeah, yeah. set of vice grips. That's another thing you should yeah. have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Vice, we've been there before. Solve, uh, a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. Also yeah. the pipe clamps. Those, the pipe clamps, vice grips. Yeah, because yeah, we pipe, pipe clamped the vice grip to the axle. Oh, to, to hold it on there. Yeah, keep it around. Oh, great idea. Great idea. I had zip ties. Matter of fact, i got to buy more of them. I bought... You know, for Amazon, some cheap yeah, yeah. bundle of zip ties. They kept breaking on me. Yeah, the yeah, Amazon ones. Gotta, like, what is that? Harbor Freight and Amazon ones. No, yeah, you got to go to uh, Home Depot. You got to get yeah, the, uh, the central. I think it's Central Electric. I got to go buy some new zip ties. Central Electric. Because that was yeah. They're in the green If I didn't have the pipe clamps, I would have been in trouble. You know, I, I could have duct taped it. You know, yeah, it made it work it to, but, the, yeah. to the axle or something. But yeah, yeah. Get the get the go to the um, the electronics and wiring section in Home Depot yeah, and get those ones. ones. Yeah. yeah, get the black ones too because they're UV resistant uh, and everything like that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hot tip for my HVAC days. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, that's where you go for good zip ties. Don't cheap out on them either. No, yeah, they'll snap. I was on shocked you. that I was able to break them just by tightening with my hand. Yeah, like, you what try the heck? and they just snap on you. Yeah. Don't cheap out mm-hmm. on anything that's supposed to hold something to something else. <laughs> yeah, so you whether it's bolts, adhesives, whether it's you know good roll of duct tape. Yeah, uh, actual like good brand duct tape, yeah, Gorilla or duct tape. I've had some cheap duct tape. That shit just yeah does not do nothing. Spend yeah, the extra three or four dollars or, or like the the Harbor Freight, you know, um, yeah. the two part epoxy. Never nope. buy that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> always buy like name brand good stuff because mm-hmm. like we, Loctite, you know. We were in Anza Borrego, right at uh, what is that Devil's Drop Off or Diablo? Oh, Diablo. Yeah. Mm, that's yeah, yeah. right. Wind was like. 35 miles yeah, an hour yeah. or something. And one of my solar panels come <laughs> loose. One of the flexible ones. <laughs> yes, yeah, sail. <laughs> yeah. Good duct tape. Duct tape that thing down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Make that no bad problem. boy solid again, yeah. yeah. And he, here's a hot tip for uh, speaking of like cross cross hobbies and stuff like that. If you need a non-reflective like uh, and uh, how do I how do I put this? It doesn't leave a residue. Um, I don't know if there's a word for that, but use gaffer's tape. For, oh, I got from, it. From, like, oh, the, yeah. from that the, stuff yeah. sticks too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah super yeah. sticky for from the film and uh, mm-hmm. music yeah. industry. Mm-hmm. Gaffer's tape. It's like a cloth tape, like duct tape, but it yeah. doesn't leave a residue. You can, you can peel it off, and you're not. Yeah, mm-hmm. you don't have super that. sticky stuff too. And you know why solid. my my solar panel came off? I had stuck it really good, silicone, no problem. Uh-huh. The rooftop tent. Has a clear coat. Oh yeah, oh, I the noticed clear, that. clear coat, came, coat off. came off. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even think it's about that. It's got a little that. bit of a sunburn, but yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. After that, I took all the solar panels it. and removed them and ground off and got oh. right down to the plat to the fiberglass or yeah, whatever yeah, that yeah, material yeah. is and glued ABS it to that or something. Got yeah, rid yeah. of the clear coat. Interesting. Where my solar panels are. Yeah, that's. I knew you thought about that shit. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good to know. Good to know. Point (laughs) of failure. Yeah, my I thought about like the same idea, like being able to put like it's a flat surface for the most part. I could put a strip of solar up there, but yeah. Yeah, and that's all clear coated. Yeah. Yeah, when it comes to using your rig, you know, if you use it enough and you use it hard enough, you're gonna find that point of failure. Failure points. Yeah. Yeah, and it might not be something that you expect. Like you don't expect your clear coat to fail, but there you go. And and it comes to routine maintenance as well as you know going over your nuts and bolts. And you talked about that with uh, I believe it was your suspension setup, where um, before you upgraded, uh, you had to you know go over every after three or four trips you'd check every nut and bolt and make sure everything was aced out. Yeah, yeah we've done a lot of trips. You know, I've done we did three hundred miles on the North Rim of the Grand Canyon. Oh, that's mm-hmm. um, we've done. You know, you're doing trips like there's a lot of washboard roads. White Rim is a very long, 150 mm-hmm. miles. You come back from a trip like that, I'll usually do a full nut and bolt check yeah, yeah, on the entire truck because you never know what's. And I've had shit shake loose. And like, yeah, you know, I was telling my son, he <clears> has a, a Tacoma as well, and he goes on trips with us. And I go, you got to learn, turn your stereo off, and yeah. learn listen. to listen. listen to what your truck sounds like. Yeah, and you should like, know. Then you'll know when you hear something Before sounds a little strange. Back. Like yeah. that's not right. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's exactly what it was with my roof rack. Yeah, my shock, same thing. Yeah. Like I'm. A, Something's not right. This doesn't sound like the way my rig normally sounds. Let me pull over, check mm-hmm. something. I'm like, okay, this is broke, or this is yeah. about to And I've had where I've had to pull over like three or four <clears throes> times before I finally found it. I go, I know there's something. I can't find yeah. it. Yep. And eventually, you know, you'll find it. Yeah, yeah and key. I think we talk about that in our... Um, uh, that our laugh at our pain? No, it was uh, <laughs> what we listened to on the trail. It wasn't the oh, one with Sip, okay, but yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. one before that yeah, we referenced yeah. it in there. What we listen to to get to the trail. Oh, um, yeah, music and yeah. podcasts. Oh, I, I like t- your playlist, by the way. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I have no contribution to that. No, that's, that's, all. That one yeah, up, yeah. that's all Ben. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of that, now we're, we're going to start wanna... from the ground up. Okay. So uh, I think we've pretty much covered uh, all your amenities and cool stuff, navigation, communication. Almost, go, but there's a few. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. Well, let's go ground up, and then we'll go with anything that we've missed. You're on... 35s, right? 35s. Um, I use a, um, what is it, uh, Goodyear Wrangler Duratrek uh, All Terrain. Yep. Um, you know, all my other, I've had a lot of Jeeps and all, and I've always run mud tires. Yep. And this one, when I bought it, it had these tires on it, and I really liked them. The All Terrains? <clears throat> and they seem to grip real well on rocks and all, so I've stuck with them. And uh, that's my second set, and I got 45,000 miles off the first set. So Yeah, yeah. nice. Not bad. 35s, uh, Icon rims, uh, 529 gearing. That's a big one. Yeah, re-gearing is yeah, huge. Yeah, that's uh, 
makes it where it's got all like you know i want to go up to 15 up the pass to the high desert i can do 75 up there no problem fully God, loaded i wish <laughs> i can't even do 75 like yeah. on a flat road <laughs> <laughs> Um, we got an ARB, <laughs> ARB air locker in the front. We run an ARB twin air compressor. We got a 25 foot hose reel mounted in the front. Oh, that uh, was sick, by the way. Yeah. Right between the 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 uh, radiator, right below the radiator, right before the bumper, mm-hmm. in that little cavity there is a 25 foot hose reel that yeah, lower uh, tractable. Pull yeah. down from the bottom of the bumper. You could air up. You're done. Just let it go. It reels itself back in. So great. I love that. And you use that little thing that you can hook it in it. Oh tells yeah, you your pressure. Your yeah, I, I don't know what the name of that is, but it's a it's a, a lot of tire shops use it. You just set whatever pressure you want, and it hooks into the. Uh, it's just in line little unit that uh, airs up and just turns itself off when it hits the right pressure. I wouldn't say yeah. it's a little unit. It's pretty. It's not <laughs> little. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it looks like like mission control for the fifties. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but crazy. you know, it's nice. You. Take that, and you can go sit in the cab and let it. When it's yeah, you done. dial it in, and there you go. Yeah. Set it for. And it takes me to air up. I I'd air down usually uh, around eighteen to twenty psi is normally yeah. what I run. Kind of what I'm at. Yeah, uh, and I'm running forty psi when mm-hmm. I'm on the trail on the road. To go from eighteen to forty, all four thirty fives takes me eight minutes exactly. Oh, that's, that's so bad. fast with the with the air that, twin. Yeah, that twin air compressor. It's a pretty penny yeah. though. Yeah, the thing's great yeah. though. Yeah. Gosh. There's a new uh, company, though, I saw just recently that's a, a knockoff that has a twin that meets the same I will probably be going and that. it's probably <laughs> half the price. I've been oh seeing people like God. running, like, like, I know Desert Armor makes one, but they're, like, all the same, like, Napa and all the, like, there's, like, a Napa one. And it's, like, a little handle on it. You know, yeah, all that. no, I but want something that a hard lots, mount. No, it, it, people are hard mounting them in there now. I, I know, like, Desert Armor makes one where they have, like, a mounting kit. They're a lot bigger and bulkier. Yeah. But I, supposedly, like they're more, they're like they're quicker or something like that. They're way yeah. more efficient. I don't know. And they're like, but the price point's a lot. It's like half. You the also price. Yeah. you got you know make yourself an air tank. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just um, have that filled up yeah. and yeah. That works. You can use some power tools or maybe you know if you have an if you have a tank, you, know, yeah. you can yeah. fill that and up. You, and I've I've actually kicked the idea around um, of making. I was talking to a friend of mine would make an air tank just out of um, exhaust pipe. And oh, you could, you could fill in, in all the little coveys and areas that underneath your truck that yeah. are gaps. Just yeah. make them with exhaust pipe, and you could make yourself a good sized tank just filling up all that. Yeah, I've seen people do like the uh, like their rear bumper or something like that. Mm-hmm. Can they make the two bumpers, and they'll just you know it's a sealed tube, and mm-hmm. they just put an air chuck on that on either end, and they could fill up their bumper of the essentially a uh, air tank. That's a smart yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah, never thought about that. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm I'm young. I've never seen that. <laughs> You'll get there. There's a lot of things my eyes, a lot of things my eyes haven't seen on this planet. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll school you on the uh, old yeah. ways. Yeah. <laughs> but, but speaking of your front locker and your gears, um, your your truck doesn't hunt for gearing anymore, does it? No. How'd you how'd you fix that? I do have a tune on it, but even though before I had the tune um, with the. F- 529s it didn't hunt too much for, yeah. for it's years anyway it's, it's yeah. a notorious and, you know, problem with, a lot of times too if, you know, if you're going up the the mountains or going down the mountains i'll just throw it into to where you can manually shift it yeah and i'll just shift it to whatever gear i want and yeah, hold it there. yeah. it's mm-hmm. if you just leave it in drive you're going to yeah. be killing your transmission anyways yeah yeah i if i'm going up in the mountains i'm normally just shift it into uh 
you know, I'll put it in fourth gear, third gear, depending on what. Yeah, my yeah. truck on 33s is constant stock gearing. Struggling. No tune is constantly hunting for gears, and it's just bad. Like, my fuel mileage sucks and everything <laughs> like that. And speaking of fuel mileage, what are you getting? Say, fully like, loaded, what are you getting? Wait, wait, how much did you, you said you knew? What yeah, it it's uh, my truck fully loaded uh, with my wife and I in it, and everything loaded to the gills is uh, 7,400 pounds. Whew. Yeah. A little bit over gross vehicle. Yeah. Just but yeah. Yeah, we had we, we, we weighed it and had the both front and back, front coils and back shocks have been custom made for the weight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you used uh, to run icons, correct? Yeah, it originally had an icon stage nine suspension, but everything's been all, all the leafs and the coils have been replaced. Yeah. yeah. I'm still running Icon shocks, but yeah. Still running icon shocks, yeah. yeah. But freshly rebuilt. And then I added I have King um, uh, hydraulic bump stops too. Oh nice. Yeah. Very cool. Man. Yeah. What, what you're touching on? What's your fuel mileage on that thing? Yeah. Um, around town, I get uh, usually about thirteen. Which what? is what I get on the freeway. Uh, <laughs> so really if is. I'm if I'm out if I'm heading you know to to Vegas or Utah or something where it's on open road, I'll, I'll get about fifteen. That's actually not bad yeah. for how heavy that thing yeah. is. Yeah. That's amazing. You need to look into some re-gearing there, Patrick, I think, maybe. I know. Uh, It's just a lot of money. How much did you pay for your rear? You did everything at one time, right? Well, when I bought it, Oh, here already had dialed. Use it already had the gearing, already oh, had the, the lift, and like I was showing you, it you know the front fender's all been cut out to allow thirty five. Yeah. I only have a two inch lift, and it holds thirty fives. Don't rub them in there. It's nice it and looks it looks factory, yeah. but you know it it's not. It's it's tubbed and everything and cut. And that's and, you know when I first was looking at doing a Tacoma, I'd call the shops. Well, you want to go thirty fives? Um, you got to have six inch lift. Uh-huh. Well, if you do rough yeah. trails, the higher you lift it, the yeah. more top heavy it is. You want it. The, the goal gra- is to be as low as you can get with the biggest tires. Exactly. You can get. Lower center of gravity. Yeah. That we. Yeah. Absolutely. So I didn't want to have a six inch lift. So no. it's got a two inch lift and it's running thirty five inch tires. Yeah. But you have nice. Icon upper control arms on factory lower control yes. arms. Yeah. And it honestly looks. It doesn't look it's like a clean you've done. Look. Yeah. Uh, Not overly. You know, yeah, lifted or ridiculous. Not chopped. Yeah. You don't have you know you don't have crazy fenders on there. It looks really really. And they're not. Clean. And the tires aren't offset, sticking outside the, yeah. the, yeah. the fenders. My tires yeah, are all no tucked up under. or anything like that. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, because of that, you came across a problem with your sliders, right? Yeah, uh-huh. I bought uh, Victory sliders and um, went to put install them, and they wouldn't fit because the fenders have been cut out. Yeah. So <laughs> just didn't the, work out. <laughs> had to cut the, cut, we had to cut the sliders in the middle and reweld them together to yeah, get them to work. Yeah. Knocked them a little bit. You know, <laughs> was yeah, that like a, a problem that you had thought of, or was like when it was on? No, the it was, uh, I, I had a shop actually putting the sliders on for me, and they called me out. So these won't fit. Yeah, you're gonna have a little <laughs> issue here. Yeah. Well, cut them. Yeah, fuck it. Cut them. Make it work. work. Yeah. <laughs> Got a welder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then in terms of front bumper, go over that. What do you got in there? That's a victory. Vic, I like the Victory sliders because they had a full step and they had the lights yeah. built into them. It's, it's really not nice. just a slider, it's a step kind of. So I really loved those sliders. And so I said, well, I'm doing their sliders. I'll go ahead and do their bumper. Um, so that's it's got a Victory front bumper, aluminum. And, um, oh, you went aluminum. Okay, nice. Aluminum front bumper and the sliders are steel. Okay. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. And I got uh, Victory skid plates underneath. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Covers everything from uh, from pretty much from your front bumper all the way to your, trans- and then we, your transfer case. We rerouted the, the exhaust, too. You know, the oh, Tomas yeah. have that notorious exhaust that hangs mm-hmm. down and hits everything. Yep. Oh, really? I didn't. Mine's flat. 
it's, it's more oval now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Bad. yeah. From the factory. They, You've they modified it. Literally, they hang down like two inches, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's, really? It's bad. Yeah. yeah. And wow, you will hit stupid. them all the time. So you can, just, you can take your truck to a, any muffler shop and yeah. they'll reroute it where it doesn't do that. Yeah. Huh. Gee, it's it's that. embarrassing. It's like... What like a I, I design like, flaw! Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it was not good thought of for off roading. Yeah. But hey, you got the TRD off road. You think they would figure that one out? Yeah, my TRD pros all jacked up too. Yeah. I mean, hey. uh, you've got a TRD off road. Let's see. The do pro. you the okay? You got the pro. Yeah. So, when you do, you use your rear locker much? No, I only use it one time. Yeah. That's it. I'll see. Well, you don't know then. So I yeah. uh, see. And I'm surprised, you know, I've actually, it surprised me how many people I've run into on the trail who don't use their rear locker. That's the big, biggest advantage you got on the whole oh, locker yeah. truck. No, the locker is a game changer. Yeah, it is. Time, yeah. It, it, we it's were, such a, I don't want to say cheap, but comparatively to what a lot oh, of people do. The other, it's such all an other easy mods. mod. Yeah. 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 I mean, locker before light bars. People yeah. do all these mods to make their vehicle more capable. The locker is the biggest. So, yeah. Yeah. If you put a front and back locker, things like a tank. It'll crawl oh, yeah. over anything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I and finally put a rear locker in. I don't, it took me I don't, forever. But. Yeah. <laughs> the only time I had to use my rear locker was a Lytle Creek trip that yeah, me and Jared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, we weren't actually in Lytle Creek. It was like one of an offshoot. offshoot yeah, yeah, probably like. It's probably like 15 miles away from Lionel Creek, but yeah. yeah, we got into a hairy situation. It was all rutted out. We talked about it last podcast, yeah, I, I think, think. and uh, that was the first and only time I've had to use my locker, and it just like it was no drama. Just, yeah. just walked right. Well, out. you know the way you, most people when you break something, it's because you're spinning your tires. Yeah, yep. mm-hmm. and when they catch traction, yep. that's when things it's, break. It's, yeah, jars. Yeah, so if I'm doing a trail that's questionable at all, I just turn the locker yeah, on. Why yeah, why not? It's a I just a turn it on Easy. and leave it on. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It's a good tip. Don't spin a tire. Yeah, don't you force don't yourself. Things. And yeah. then, yeah. Oh, it. now I'm stuck. Okay. Now and most yeah. of the time, you know, yeah. we're doing off roading by ourselves. Yeah. Oh yeah. We yeah. don't go probably eighty percent of the time. We're off roading by ourselves. Yeah. It's cheap insurance. So yeah, just to. On several trips, though, you've you've run into people who didn't know well, how to turn on their. I have been on many trips. I have been on numerous trips. Yeah, and people will say, "Oh my God, how did you turn it up that? Yeah. Well, just turn your or, or I'll tell someone on the radio, turn your rear locker on. This part of the trail, you want your rear locker on. They don't even know how to do it and what? never have done it. Yeah, no way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but my boys Tacoma is pretty much stock, um, but it's a TDR uh-huh. and. Um, we were in Mexico and doing a pretty rough trail, and he went right up it. And these other Tacomas that were really well built couldn't make it up. It like, yeah. how did you get up there? So I just turned my rear locker on. My locker on. Jeez. What's that? Yeah. That's that button what? right there. Yeah. yeah. They spent all this money so building these rigs yeah. out, and like all they had to do was yeah. Yeah. And literally, <laughs> the the Gen Three Tacomas. It's so easy. You just press a button. That's mm-hmm. it. You know, you don't have to get out and you know do anything it's just you don't need an air compressor it's just click it yeah. that's it and would you say the front locker is worth it oh yeah do you do both yeah. of them at the same time or you just do your rears well the you know it came factory with the rear although i was going to ask you but you don't use your rear yeah, locker much one of my big pet peeves on the tacomas is when you turn hit that button for the locker it takes a little bit to turn on oh yeah it does oh, it's 100%. 100%. really yep. mm-hmm. with an air locker it is instant yeah like you it's can pneumatic. be doing 65 miles an hour and hit the thing it'll lock it's instantly grabbing. yeah oh, okay so i come from a, having a jeep with front and back air lockers and it's like oh anytime you need it you just yeah, turn it on it no problem yeah. With a Tacoma, you got to think ahead a little bit because yeah. you get yourself in a situation, in situation where it's bound up. 
and yep. you can't oh, get the locker to engage. engage. Yeah. So you got to look at a trail and go, well, this looks like I should probably turn on my locker. Yeah. And that's the problem that we had on that trail was I couldn't get my locker off. Oh, that's another that? one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah you right. got to sometimes to get it off. It's, it's a little, and that's, it's roll a, it back. It's or a Toyota. To... It's one of Toyota's. Yeah. Toyota, just like their muffler hanging down, I think. They didn't really think about people actually doing really actually using it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they look at it on that little eight and a half by you know eleven or twelve piece of paper that's in the window when you buy it. They're like, yeah. oh, okay, sweet. You know, yeah, it's got a locker on there. It's got a TRD. You know, yeah. TRD exhaust. <laughs> to me, the, the the front locker is more insurance than a winch yeah. because. Most of the time, you get yourself stuck, you need a winch, you hit that front locker, it's going to pull you yeah, out. Yeah, you wouldn't need the winch. Mm-hmm. And it's the same reason why I put on put my truck in four anytime I go off-road, because it's cheap insurance. Plus, it, it's easier it on the trail. Out, yeah, it keeps you, you know, out all of All that washboard, have a lot of that's, you know, your people running two-wheel drive, It your wheels are all constantly bouncing and slipping. When you run four-wheel drive, it's easy. It's the trail doesn't get torn up as much. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's how you mm-hmm. create those washboards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I and usually I, run, even on easy roads, I'll turn on four-wheel drive them on dirt just because it's easier on the trail. You know, that's something that we haven't talked about on this podcast podcast ever is taking care of the trail because, you know, it's one of those things that we don't think about. And well, some, it's like you see like the people like, like, like you know, they're trying to go up something, they're just like, spinning their tires. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're creating rutting Creating those ruts, you mm-hmm. know, just choose up these trails, man. Like, you know, don't... Well, you know, like you that can, spot you were talking about in... Yeah, outside Lytle Creek. I think yeah. I know where you were Uh-oh, at. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're talking about exactly holes where people happens. got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. that does yeah. keep the Subarus lights. out. You know, it's nice yeah. to keep yeah, the yeah, Subarus yeah. out. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. It's, you know, it does seem like pretty, you know, it's it's not an easy mod for somebody doing it in your driveway, but you can. No, I mean, yeah. it's... Yeah, gears can be intimidating. Yeah. If you open no, up that rear diff... Gears are really intimidating. I guess it comes down to the trails you do. You know, if you're just doing your standard... Um, fire roads, fire roads. Like you that. don't need a front no. locker. Yeah. But if you're doing a lot of stuff a where you're by yourself, uh, a lot of deep ruts, going mm-hmm. over some rocks, uh, mud, even the front you, locker helps a lot. Yeah, even if you have like like so like our buddy has a two wheel drive a forerunner, and we keep telling him just at least put a locker in there. Oh yeah, at, at the very at the least. very least, and like, you'll be so much more can, capable. Yeah, so much more capable. A two wheel drive with a rear locker so huge. will go probably. Everywhere a four-wheel drive that doesn't have lockers. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah, just maybe a little bit slower, but still, <laughs> you know, it'll or, make. Or it. maybe a little faster. You get a little more skinny pedal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> get up that section. Yeah, yeah. But what? So I know we've been talking about your truck. Yeah, I want to know some of the your, some of the uh, adventures you've been on. Yeah, where are some of the uh, the, the coolest uh, or most memorable spots you guys have gone to? I mean, I know you just touched on Mexico. I mean, well, the, the I, I thought about this for coming out here. The one, the area that I've done the most, that I keep going back to the most, mm. that I really enjoy. Let's is, guess. What do you think? I'm I going to Sierra Nevadas. I was going to say Moab. Southern Death Valley. Oh! oh. Panamint Mountains. Wow. Simply <laughs> said Death Valley also. Yeah, I know. Okay. I've never gone to Death Valley. Yeah. So. I love the Panamint Mountain area because I can go out there for, well, we were out there for, what, seven days recently, and we saw one other Jeep. You know, really? Oh, that's so dope. I don't. I like getting out, out there. where I'm not. Like I used to do a lot of off roading in Big Bear. I hardly go up there anymore because yeah, it's, it's a like, circus. So crowded. It's oh a shit show. Oh my gosh, we it's went up there. <laughs> I think it right is. after COVID started, uh-huh. and and you know we hadn't been up there in a while, and 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 people were camped in every little wide oh, spot in oh, the road. Good luck. I'm yeah. thinking, when's the Grateful Dead starting? <laughs> <laughs> because like, what is going on up here? It's crazy. 
crazy. Oh, just packing it in yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially during the the COVID stage, because like everybody's like, I'm gonna go outside, and it was yeah. the best and worst thing to happen to yeah. off roading because yeah. a. A, it got people to enjoy the off-road, which is awesome. And yeah, B, it got it. the the crappy thing is, is it got people to enjoy the off the outdoors, yeah. and you know, <laughs> yeah, for us, yeah. the people who like to go to cool spot, you know yeah. what I mean? It's uh, it's tough because well, one of the my little pet peeves, I think, is uh, used to be when I when I first started. Well, here's the old man story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you had you you couldn't go down the dealer. And buy a Jeep that was capable to do a really rough trail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You had to you had buy to it. it then you had to bring it home. You had to work on it, put some bigger tires on it, put some mm-hmm. lockers in it, do all this stuff. And then by the time you got it where it was capable to do these rough trails, you've learned some trail etiquette. You've been out with some old timers that knew yeah, what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, to the trade. Yeah, yeah. Now the you pump. go down and drop your money for a side by side or a, a Rubicon, and you're doing any trail in the country. Yeah. You're, and yeah. you have zero trail etiquette. You're leaving go. trash yeah. everywhere. Yeah. You're, uh, so that's the, yeah, it's kind of killed it a bit. Yeah, the same, barrier same. to entry is so low yeah. that the respect is also low. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You haven't yeah. earned it. Yeah. yeah. So I love Southern Death Valley. I've been there a lot. Um, I do love the Sierra. Uh, a little more crowded though. Getting the Sierras there, like yeah. Coyote Flats. Have you mm. guys been to Coyote Flats? No, we we wanted to. We that's talked to that's an the, awesome trail. Talked to um, Kyle. That's right. We were just Vision talking Overland. about going yeah. there. This, actually, we we're going to go there this weekend, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. Um, or no, no. Colorado. I've been. We did Colorado. Oh, I want to go. You yeah. were pregnant with our son. He's yeah. twenty-three. now. Oh, so it's been a so while. So we were. We did ten days in Colorado. And that was another one when we did it. I don't. We run maybe run into one or two other four wheel drives the mm-hmm. entire ten days. Really? Yeah. Now I watch these YouTube videos. Oh, yeah, yeah. People are doing Alpine and Loop, everything. and it's like a, it's yeah. like a freeway blown yeah. out now. Yeah. yeah. It's so, it's like Disneyland, you know. Get get in line. Yeah. Get in line. Take your picture. You know, there's a great <laughs> book um, about Death Valley. That uh, what's it called? Uh, if the if these hills could talk or something like that. These By hills have Emmett ghosts Harder. or something like that. The hills have eyes. The author's Emmett Harder. Emmett I think Harder. It's, these hills have ghosts or something. Mm-hmm. But it if you do Southern Death Valley, there's a lot of old cabins and ghost oh, yeah, mines yeah. and yeah, stuff. Yeah, cool this book tells the history of who built those cabins oh, and, yeah. and, awesome. and who they were. Yeah. Know the history the about it rather than just rolling up and seeing yeah. things. I don't so know anything about this. But because right. I've That's cool. read this book, I really enjoy that area. Okay, okay. That's now, cool. we hadn't done Utah until last year. Oh, really? And okay. we did, um, actually we did God, we did North Rim of Grand Canyon. We did like three trips to Utah. North mm-hmm. Rim of Grand Canyon, we did Moab, we did Monument Valley, Mexican Hat. Mm-hmm. That is the four-wheel drive EPA. Epic. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's like yeah. the epicenter of... The yeah. Mecca. Mecca, yeah. yeah. The four-wheel <laughs> driving All the vowels amazing. are there, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah definitely. It truly is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh. Now, I'm going to have to pick your... Like, we were talking about... Could we want to do uh, Expo West? Like, you were talking about going to Expo... Oregon. 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 Pacific, yeah. The the new one they just added. Um, We're going to do the West, but we usually just go for like one day and like we want to do North Rim. Um, So after this, we'll we'll pick your brain on some stuff. A good uh, way to do an Expo West, too, that I did a couple years ago Mm -hmm. is uh, we drove the freeways up to Sedona. Yeah, 71. And then we overlanded from Sedona all the way to Flagstaff. Yeah, so, yeah. So that usually, was a nice little. We usually cut trip. through uh, Prescott. We stop in Prescott for lunch at Lady G Brewery. 
shout out. Yep, and gotta then, do uh, that. Cut through Jerome, and then uh, then we go like just outside of uh, Sedona because you can't camp in Sedona, so we'll you know camp right outside there. Or if we can't, if we have enough time, we'll go up to, like Schnebly or Munz yeah, Park area. That's what we did. We camped just outside of Sedona on Schnebly yeah. Hill. That's where we camped. Yeah, the yeah. last time, and yeah. then. The, you know, Friday we'll go do the expo, and then from there we head north and then explore wherever Williams or Flagstaff. Or but this time we want to go North Rim afterwards. Yep. And uh, yeah, I'm just Utah's just such a beautiful state in so many different ways. And uh, oh, yeah, there's so much to do out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's like sensory overload. The, the the canyons and the you know off road the North Rim, the Grand Canyon is just epic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I did, I, I did a all little the touristy areas, all the South Rim. Where yeah. exactly, you, know. you go to North Rim, you're by yourself. Yeah, yeah. Got there. It's very limited access to the North. I mean, it's it's easy to get there. It's just far away from yeah, everything. Yeah, like seventy five mile driving just to get to there off roading. Yep. Just to the point. Yeah, you got to tell them about the dinosaur tracks and the Indians. Uh-huh. So when we did Colorado twenty three years ago, we just decided, oh, let's just meander, and we had a paper map and just. Yeah, stop when we felt like stopping, yeah, and, yeah. and I had a Ford full-size four-wheel drive pickup. And uh, one of the things I saw on the paper map was dinosaur tracks. Really, it's in the Navajo Reservation, just uh, uh, outside of the south rim of the Grand Canyon, where all the tourist areas. Mm-hmm. Once yeah. you get into uh, outside of the National Park, there. And so we checked it out, and oh man, it was amazing. So. I, but yeah, you know, and I remember it as being really cool. But so just recently, we did this Utah trip last year, and we went that same route. And I stopped there, and I had our son with us, and we stopped again at the same spot that I had marked on my map. And there's just a couple Indian guys sitting out there, Navajo Indians, just sitting out there with a lean-to tent. Yeah, a little sign on the side and, of the road, and, and yeah, arrow. Go, you here to see dinosaur tracks? Yeah. And you're like off-roading in the yeah, dirt, and you show up in the middle of nowhere, and there's these guys sitting out there with up. a little. Yeah, no shade. Yeah. And they go, yeah. And they go, here, yeah. follow us. And they the guide yeah. you out. And they just do it for tips. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. They took us out. That's Literally awesome. hundreds of dinosaur tracks. No way, that really. That's amazing. And then I was like, wow, do you got any dinosaur bones? And he's like, oh, yeah, come here. And he went, walked just a little farther. Full Shut on up. dinosaur laying out the bones of it laying out. No way. He shows dinosaur eggs. He's like, oh, my God. Holy shit. So, and it was just right there on Navajo Reservation. And I asked the guy, I said, so I would love to explore the Navajo Reservation. Yeah. You know, can you, how do can I, can we yeah. like, like, how could someone who's not, you know, part of the tribe explore it? He yeah. said, well, you just got to have a Navajo with you. Mm-hmm. And you got, yeah. You can explore Permission it. to, yeah. I says, okay, so do you got to, your cell phone or email address? I'll set <laughs> yeah. something out. <laughs> right. And he says, I'll just show up here. Yeah, you oh, show house. up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, no, no, I, you, you can't plan a trip because I'm like, I want to do like two weeks. Yeah. Because the, the yeah, yeah, Navajo yeah. Reservation is huge. It's huge. Like the size it's, of Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can imagine the stuff to explore out there because no one explores yeah, it. You're, yeah, it's off limits for the most part. Yeah. And he's like, oh, no, just show up here. So okay. I could never get out of him. He's I don't like, know if he, right he would have. Yeah. He yeah. didn't have yeah. it or what. He's on my house. Like, yeah. Just meet me at my house. He did. He says, I live up there. Just. But I show up one day. I've investigated it, and there's a website for the Navajo Nation. You can (laughs) you can request guides and reserve it. But that would be a really cool overlanding trip. Just that would be amazing, honestly. Yeah, Yeah. wouldn't it? There'd be no there'd be no bunch of people parked anywhere. Oh yeah, by yourself. Dude, I gotta do that. That's like a bucket list trip, right 100%. there. Hundred percent. That would yeah. be amazing. He told me, "Oh, we can take you down into the Grand Canyon and take you to see Zoe would ruins. Take you to see." 
Okay, we're I'm planning that for this trip. Gotta plan it. I gotta do <laughs> yeah. that. Yep, 100%. Man, what's been your longest trip so far together? We'll, we'll stick it to the Tacoma. Yeah. Ten, ten, <laughs> days. ten days. Ten days. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's a yeah. decent stretch, though. And, yeah. and we're on, the, on the trip to Utah, we did three days, and then we got a hotel room for a day, and then three days in hotel to room. Just shower up. Yeah. 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 Freshen and up a and bit. And it wasn't like we planned it that way. We were just like, if we feel like getting a hotel room, we will. Yeah, if we don't, it. we don't. And so you see, like, all, you know, I've, I've watched a lot of YouTube as well, but, like, everybody see these people that are going on these adventures, and they're like, living life on the road year-round. But they don't show you how, a lot of the time they stop at like you sure. know at a hotel for a night yeah. you know or you know to you know, freshen up or do laundry at the laundromat yeah. and you know grocery shopping the so that's a lot of part of it it's not you're just uh, you know 365 days of the year living in your truck all the time yeah, yeah. it was a little weird when we were, we were in the parking lot of the of the grocery store you know repacking our fridge yeah, and, yeah. you know getting rid of all the packaging and stuff that, you know you can't fit yeah 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 um, a lot of stuff done yeah, without being strange. at a hotel that was 10 days okay yeah, yeah. Um, i've done 10 days camping but that's yeah. the longest mm-hmm. same here right around the 10 day mark is where i like unfortunately had to draw the line because there are very few people on this planet who you can don't you know, have to work. Yeah, who don't have to work for more than <laughs> yeah. you know, a ten day stint. Yeah, but it is what it is. For those of you guys who are retired, good on you. You guys yeah. made it, but you know, for the the work you're still young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. got some yeah. time. Yeah, I, I got the heart to do it. I just don't yeah, we all have the heart to, to do. do. It. <laughs> I'm ready to retire. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, right now. Yeah, and but, we did Baja last year, and we're gonna do it again. Coming yep. up, and that was really fun. Yeah, I mean, are you, were you afraid when you when you, you said last year? I was right? afraid. Yeah, well, yeah. I've been trying to yeah. do it yeah, forever. Nowadays, it's a little and sketchy. She wouldn't do it. Yeah, we used to like when I was younger. We'd go to like San Felipe all the time. Yeah, it was no too. big deal. We went, yes, we did. And we just sleep on the beach all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no big ride deal. Ride horses on the beach. Yeah, yeah, yeah all the time. The so yeah, so we did it with a group where you a guide. And they had mm-hmm. three guys. Yeah, local that were, is key. Yeah. That were Americans who've lived down there for twenty years. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. And they met you in in San Diego, basically, and guided you across. And there was a group of like twenty of us. Oh, okay, decent group. And um, took us, guided us the whole way. Once you pass Ensenada, yeah, it's just. You're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. There's like no people, no, no you're just off roading on the beach. Yeah, yeah everything back driving. towards the border is where it's all condensed right. and you get all the yeah. yeah. And when you get away from the people, you get away from corruption. I don't know how mm-hmm. that works. So weird. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and Strange. literally the minute we got back, I said, When how soon can we go back? Oh, oh really? Yeah. Is that good? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Honestly, like, you ever camping on like the beaches and stuff? Or yeah. Did... oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, we were camped right on the beach. So down. sweet. Yeah. 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 We went with Camp Four Low. Okay. And, and on their Pacific Taco Run, which oh, okay. is the ne- you know the next one coming up. Yeah, so yeah, that's the one coming up this summer. I know yeah. we're talking about it. Yeah. 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 And and it's you know it's a quick trip down there. It was about nine hours south of the borders, where as far as we that's... went, and then turned around and mm-hmm. that's perfect. That's not bad. Yeah. Dang. Yeah, but you can't. I don't know. It's just like so daunting. You know what I mean? It's a, it's a different country. Well, and the cool yeah. thing with the guide, too, is he says, well, if we get pulled over or anything, we'll talk to the police. Yeah, let them. That's the thing. They'll handle don't it just all. like go yeah. down and wing it on your own. Like, and, I mean, you can't, obviously. Too, when they see a whole group pull over together, yeah. they're not going to pull any shenanigans. Yeah, because, if you're by yourself, rolling solo, it's yeah. a little bit 
you know more sketchy but yeah yeah because my my girlfriend's hispanic and her family's from mexico so she's first generation american well, we're taking and, a patty with us yeah <laughs> and, and even her dad said like yeah i'm not gonna i have no interest in going back to mexico because of the corruption and oh, really? extortion that comes along with traveling in mexico through populated areas yeah says yeah. exactly the same thing yeah. 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 Go to mexico to one, city or anything i like talked that. to one guy who lives down there and he said that most of the stuff you see on the news is on mainland side yeah, yeah. he says bob because that's all they run the drugs and everything yep. come up through from, yeah. from South America. Yeah. This is when you're in Baja because it's a dead end, it doesn't have as much of that problem yeah. as yeah. it does. And especially when you get down towards like you know Cabo or anything like that area where it's more of the touristy area, that's where they that's their income. Yeah. So they you know they police it a lot better. They want to you know make, keep the corruption out of there because that's they don't want to kill their tourism. Yeah. You know. So yeah. I heard Mexico is a lot like the Philippines, where it's an amazing country, like beautiful country, and the normal working class people are amazing. Are, they're great. Yeah. They will give you the shirt off their back, but it's they're just the awesome. corruption mm-hmm. that just yeah. kind of puts a bad taste in everybody's mm-hmm. mouth, mm-hmm. and that's unfortunate because you know it's a beautiful area. Yeah. The country. Yeah. Just gorgeous, and and where we camped was on a bluff, you know, overlooking the ocean. And um, it was at a surf hostel. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Black Tour Class Us. Mm-hmm. All right, all right. It was great. And what's nice about that is, you know, it was gated. So, oh, okay. okay. You know, Feel we're secure. all kind of, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's key. Yeah, because there's a lot of, com- like I mean, you mentioned with the Forlow or whatever, there's a few, like, mm-hmm. you know, who organize these events and stuff like that. And, it's, and I heard, like, they even have, like, I don't know if it's the same one, but like where like there's a mechanic that comes with you, so yeah, you yeah, this, break down. Yeah, this they, camp for low, they had a um, if anybody broke down, and one guy did, he broke an axle, oh, or right. not an axle, he broke a drive line, and um, they called and had a mechanic fixed him, and it's all got amazing. That's pretty sweet. That's why you pay that for peace that of mind. Service, yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. And they're just super nice people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. like when I think of overlanding, I think of like the origins of it, like going cross country, and that's kind of one of the big things. Is like I consider myself an overlander, but I f- think I'm fake as hell because you know, I, you know <laughs> it's, it's yeah. like, not doing the Pan American. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going out of country, but you know, I want to go to Mexico. It's just that fear of like, dang, I don't want to get my rig, you know. Yeah, stripped. I'd probably be safe because nobody's going to steal get, my thing. I don't well, as long as you're not staying <laughs> in a hotel and your yeah. rig's parked outside, as long as you're on a beach in yeah. the middle of nowhere. And... Yeah, nobody's yeah. going to be messing with your shit. Yeah, yeah. who's and coming I... all the way out there to like steal your, you know, yeah. whatever. And you go through like you drive through Ensenada. The locals have really nice rigs too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you'll yeah. see some no, they're amazing. built out as well because yeah. yeah. they're out there doing it. Yeah, yeah, but the California plates stick out a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but there's a, I think. No, this isn't the latest I've ever asked this question. Yeah. Uh, I ask this question to every single guest that comes on. If you were to tell somebody completely new to uh, overlanding what overlanding is, how would you explain it in your own words? Hmm. <laughs> I guess going out and seeing, uh, you know, having a vehicle that's self-sufficient, and going out and seeing the remote parts of the country that the public can't see mm-hmm. in a self-sufficient vehicle. I actually had to explain it to a lady okay. oh. <laughs> in right. a campground. Yeah, because like, yeah. people are like, what's overlanding? Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. because, well, and, and we hadn't really done a bunch of it wasn't until campground, I, campground. I watched YouTube video Overland Bound. I was like, Overland? What, yeah. what, what is, is Overland? Well, like you yeah. said, you've been doing yeah. it for 20 I'm years like, yeah. before and that. And I watched yeah. what yeah. it was. I was like, oh, yeah. I know what that is. I've been doing that forever. Yeah. 
So one of the first times, so I, I got, get a little bit tired sometimes of going to the desert in the winter. Oh, yeah. So then we'll go to the beach For now, instead. Yeah. And, and you know, you got to go to a regular campground if mm-hmm. you're going to go to the beach. Just did that last weekend? Yeah. yeah. So we get to the, we get there and immediately I'm looking at him going, okay, so we're supposed to stay here. We're not going to go exploring. Yeah, you're exploring you know? Oh, do, yeah, yeah, we're yeah. like, what do people do? Oh, they have these little big games that they play. Yeah, they, they set up like yeah, cornhole or whatever. Cornhole, right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, and we had no like idea. So we're, we yeah. like didn't know how to do it. And then this lady comes by and she's like, what is this? You know, and I said, well, you know, honestly, normally we wouldn't be here staying here. We would be, see that mountain behind us? Yeah, we keep yeah. moving. We'd be up there. That's yeah, where yeah, we'd yeah. be. And then we'd pick up and we'd move the next day. Yeah. You're not but static in one yeah, spot yeah. for too long. And we yeah. kind of didn't know how to do that. Yeah. It was, it was a little yeah. awkward for me. It I, is I, was like, I went and like we were staying at the campground, Carlsbad. And then, uh, but like it's a lot of like RVs and stuff like that. And like I got a lot of looks from people. I had like literally like, when I pulled in, people were like, I was paying the ranger to like come in and stuff. And like people were like, coming up like, one dude like took a picture. He's like, yeah. And then he's like, "What is this up here? And how did you do that?" Like, I'm like, uh, "Okay, I'm, I, I gotta like go to my campsite still." And like, yeah. people are asking me questions like, "How do I do this?" I'm like, "Yeah, like you, you stand out yeah, like a sore thumb." Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm like, I'm normally not. Then you young. get the. Are you? Do you have a YouTube channel? And yeah. You, yeah. Are you yeah. doing this full time? You live. Yeah. 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 People are like, "Where are you from?" I'm like, "I'm like 20 miles away." Yeah, my, name is Ron, <laughs> my name is Ronnie Dahl. Of course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Follow me on. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you should follow, follow Ronnie Dahl, by the way. Yeah, 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 he's a great, great. wealth of yeah. knowledge. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But you guys don't have a YouTube channel. You guys like no, yeah. No. You guys, just, you guys just do it for it. you. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. We, we've been asked that a lot, and a lot I do a lot. Actually, enjoy it. This is my son's band. I, I've done a lot of filming and, and editing of film for his shows. Oh, okay. And I know when I film his shows. I'm focused on getting the best footage, and I'm not in the moment exactly. of the show. Yeah, yeah that's, you, and I really, when I get out overlanding, I don't. I usually don't even turn on the radio. I like just hearing the outside and seeing the wilderness, and I want to be in the moment. And so, although it's tempting to do it, it's like you know, what, I'd rather just enjoy the moment. Yeah, you want to take it all in. That's why you're there. Yeah, and and be in the moment. Not be thinking about work. Not be thinking about, you know, what's got to be fixed at home. Just Mm -hmm. in the moment of what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. Yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. I always have grand visions. I'm like, I'm gonna bring my camera gear. I'm gonna do all this. Like, I never. And then like half the time, I'm like, oh, I didn't do any of it. You know, like, it's because it's a distraction. It is. Like, I want it. Like, I'm having. A, I'm enjoying my time. I don't want to. Like, oh, hold on, I gotta go set this up and do this and that. It's like, oh. like you, you. We were talking. Like, you always have your drone with you. Yeah. But how many times have you brought your drone, taken it out? It's a distraction. Almost man. never. And I respect yeah. the guys who do it good. Oh yeah, no. Like, Some of the channels I've watched, for two. Like they, 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 you know, they, they do a great job. Because I know the work is involved. If I'm yeah. with them, I'm gonna be like, yeah. thank you for capturing right. this for yeah. me. <laughs> yeah, and, and they they do it kind of stealthy. It's yeah, like, they're really this. good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, they're on top of it. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. they have to do a lot of editing though when I'm with them because I'm constantly saying something that probably oh, shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't be on the mic. 
yeah, yeah, Randy and Mylene, I don't know how you guys do yeah, it. We I don't know how you, you guys yeah. do it. But you do it, keep doing it. Yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Because it's not easy. And that's one of the things that people don't understand is when they watch these YouTube videos, they think, oh, yeah, it's easy. No. But they don't see the work behind yeah, it. Yeah, then you get home, like you got to spend like hours you know, editing it and putting it together. So and, really, you know. it is it is a true blessing to have people like Randy and Mylene who are willing to document their mm-hmm. trips and inspire other people. And it's because it's not easy. No, and, um, definitely They not. are showing, like, they're literally changing people's lives. I hate to be, you know, it sounds mm-hmm. kind of cheesy the way that I'm saying it, but it's true. Like, if you can inspire, in, inspire one person to go outside and to, to go and enjoy the outdoors like, like we do, mm-hmm. uh, it's, you know, you're changing that person's life. You're, you're giving them a new perspective on yeah. what's, you know, what's out there. Yeah, I watch like all the like that kind of like I mean I obviously like what you were saying you know like I always did like camping and stuff like that growing up mm-hmm. and car camping and you know all that stuff but then like the overlanding idea was from like a lot of YouTube channels I'm like oh I can do this to my truck and this to my truck and like that yeah. got me inspired in and like seeing these people like going out like obviously I'm not going to live full time but like I yeah. see these people doing it I'm like I want to be able to do somewhat like that and it's inspirational you know what I mean or yeah. even like the people that like just like you said Denise where they're like. What? Daisy making yeah. her mm-hmm. entrance. Yeah. Uh, it's you know where you say, "Hey, yeah, we usually camp on like you know if you point to that mountain, you say, yeah, we'd usually be there on that mountain," mm-hmm. and it totally blows their mind. They're like, yeah. "What do you mean? Like, yeah, how do you do? Yeah, that? what yeah. do you do? Yeah. What do you do in terms of like taking a shower or washing your hands or right. cooking food or whatever?" And you say, "Everything's on my rig." Yeah, yeah, yeah you just turn on my hot water on my Chateau Tacoma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> and you know, for some people they might think, Oh man, you know, hot water and stuff like that. Why do you need that? And mm-hmm. it's just You don't. Yeah, you no. don't. You really don't. But the thing is it's nice to have I wouldn't it mind is. it. It yeah. is nice to have and it's one of those. And as you get older you appreciate it a little yeah. more. It's some an of the incentive to comforts. go out there yeah. and be like, Yeah, my, my the bed in my rooftop tent is more comfortable than my bed at home. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. you know <laughs> What are your favorite uh channels? YouTube channels for, because it's really quite an art. There's a few of them that I've seen that can mm-hmm. really capture the experience of being out there doing it. Yeah, a lot of them don't capture it well, but the ones that do, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, some of them are kind of rough. Um, so I'm like really addicted. So like I like the idea of the lifestyle overland because they take their daughter with them, mm-hmm. you know, same age as my daughter, and I love the idea. And like I had her watching that with me, you know, saying, "Hey, look, this nice. kid's your same age, and you guys, you, you know, so you, you can do it too," you know. And she got into it. Um, so I, lo- I love them. They, they're a good storyteller in a sense. Mm-hmm. Um, them and then uh, Venture Overland for whatever reason he's he's very dry. <laughs> yeah, but it's in, I, his it, his the way that he tells stories and the way that he does his uh, cinematography is. It's beautiful. Venture yeah, Overland? That. I don't know if I've seen that yeah. one. Yeah, he drives the uh, orangey, his Jeep. Oh, you yeah. mean Venture Forward. Venture Forward. Oh, I'm sorry, yeah. not Venture yeah. Overland. Oh, yeah, Chris. Venture Forward. Chris. As a, Chris and now, and Venture Forward, to me, captures the essence of actually overlanding. <laughs> if anybody wants to know what overlanding is, yeah. watch Venture Forward. Yeah. 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 No, he's great. He captures it. Yeah. yeah. I can't I remember where he was at. He was struggling with mosquitoes. Oh, <laughs> it was it was the same time that me and Jared were struggling with mosquitoes yeah, in our that. house. Yeah, and I was like, oh my god, I feel for this guy. Yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's true. Like he, nothing is left out on his channel, and in the way that he shows the yeah, he doesn't like sugarcoat it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And, you know, you guys yeah. doing a podcast, you obviously deal with sound. His 
and I told him when I met him, I said, your ability to capture sound is the, amazing. Yeah. I mean, he bought on okay. yes. it. And he said, well, I spent a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. And he puts one out like every week. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Okay. Well, let me just say this. For those of you guys who are going behind the veil or thinking about YouTube or whatever, sound design is more important than video quality. Yeah. Because it's the first thing that you will turn off if you yeah, see a video that has crappy just sound. Just all wind noise or yeah. just, oh, yeah. You will gosh. tune out of that. I have as, to hear another one of those stomp clap songs it, it, over dubbed. Oh, just oh, not. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound design is everything. Well, yeah. yeah. And then your video quality, like, you'll watch some shows where it's just like, literally, like, I'll, I'll be like, oh, is that like the, you know, the, the um, what do you call it? The thumbnail is like, oh, this sounds yeah. like great. And I'll watch it and it's like literally just some dude's dash cam. GoPro. Yeah. yeah. Right. GoPro Standard. dash cam just following this trail the whole way. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so yeah. bored already. Well, you yeah. watch Chris too, Adventure Ford. He's like, he climbs up some mountain. Oh, I mean, he'll get out and like she scramble had to do up that twice because yeah. he had to set the and camera. He had to run up. back and get the camera. Like, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love <laughs> it. It's dude. one of those things that you don't think about when you're like just consuming mm-hmm. content you're just like man that's awesome and then yeah, how do like, you get that shot but then yeah unless you make videos drive all the way t- back yeah. pick up his camera it like tweaks you that's the thing too like on your trip if you're trying to film it it takes you twice as long mm-hmm. just to right. take that trip because yeah. everything you have to do double and it's also the the thought process behind it because you know if you get to a challenging part of the trail you have to think oh shoot this is going to be a challenging section let me set up my camera do mm-hmm. this then you go through the obstacle you have to have that forward thought to do it and then you have to have the guts to do it twice yeah so mm-hmm. it's like oh i i appreciate you youtubers out there yeah. <laughs> when my truck slid content. off the shelf road uh-huh. i had to hook the winch to it i actually had one of the jeeps was with me he's a cameraman for a news channel oh for real and after we got it all recovered and all, you caught it on film, right? No. No. The <laughs> last thing I no was like, I was too focused on, oh, my God, we're going to die. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's the thing. Like, it has to be entertaining. Like, people yeah. love that, that chaotic, you know, when there's chaos on the trail because, mm-hmm. you know, a, a nice fire road is boring. Yeah. You know, they need that action. The, uh, and, but the uh, last thing that you think about when there's action is to say, hey, let me – Take a deep breath. Let me set up some cameras and let me put a magnifying glass on my failure. Yeah. How about yeah. that? How about we do that? And no, no nobody's going to do that. No. But yeah, it's, I respect those people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a, if you want to watch a, uh, one that's kind of like more like act, more of the action is a, the story till now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. A Canadian guy. He's, yeah. He's, he, he's got some, he's more of like, he gets into some stuff. I've been watching recently. I've been really liking it. Is that Primal Outdoors? Primal Outdoors. Oh, yeah. yeah. He does mm-hmm. some pretty good videography yeah, that, and uh, storytelling. That of E350, it. right? The van. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, him and his dog. Uh, is it Daisy also? Daisy. Yeah, yeah he's got a Daisy. Yeah, as well. she's a lab. Lab. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or golden retriever. Golden retriever. Yeah, yeah. that's for He's living is. out of his van. Yeah. yeah, and he's yeah, yeah, living that life. And Ronnie Dahl, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Speaking of Ronnie Dahl, yeah. with my, always throw back to the original. Yeah, my my two OG. YouTubers that I watch are Ronnie Dahl because he's just awesome, and then uh, t- Four Wheel Drive Twenty Four Seven. Oh guys. yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. They got Buku bucks to throw at. Yeah, throw they got some rigs. good. They yeah, go driving their rigs through water that's over the window and oh yeah see that's the thing like you see like things like overland x or whatever it is with it where they have like you know unlimited budget and they do yeah. like you know and i used to like uh, watching because they do some amazing adventures but it's like always a sales pitch yeah they're always selling product and it's like mm-hmm. well our you know whatever this and that and i'm just like <sighs> <laughs> yeah, it's like i 
Yeah, I don't know. With, with those, those kill me after a while. With the two channels, the Ronnie Dahl and Four Wheel Drive twenty four seven, it's the it's the balance between the the dream of being you know in this like the true overland where you have like unlimited amount of money just throw at it, and then also the adventure aspect, and also they do education. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? They do the cheap truck challenges. They do you know if you have this much money to spend, or do you have they have the ground up you know, solar slash dual battery setup type situation um, where you can you can learn and also be entertained because they're just great personalities. Um, Did you see the Ronnie Dahl one where he showed a difference between a steel winch cable and a yep. synthetic? Mm-hmm. I, had, yeah. I still had my Jeep at that time, and I went and changed my steel cable after because watching that. Because of that, yeah. <laughs> I needed to have Eric watch that because I argue with Eric all the time. He's like, no, steel's better than synthetic. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. and they do it. And the great thing is, is they've been doing it for a really long time. They have the experience. They've documented their experiences to show you. And they're willing to educate you on the very basic level from the ground up. They can they can show you. Or if you're a tech guy, they can go deep into, you know, for those of you who are intermediate or advanced, you know, in in that particular field, they'll 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 match it. And they for those of the for the things that they can't do, they get guests on who are specialists mm-hmm. in that yeah, field. Yeah. Um, and of course, they are sponsored, you know, yeah, yeah, sponsored yeah. YouTubers, and they make a living doing That's it. That's how they make their living. So yeah, fair. But yeah, it is, they are entertaining. Yeah. We'll we'll keep it at that. It's, it's, <laughs> it's entertaining. And uh, yeah. if if you're strapped for time, I recommend those two. Those are the two that I watch. Nice, nice. Yeah, and they're they're longer episodes. They're like forty minute episodes. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you well, got don't some... forget Trail Recon. Yeah, Trail yeah. Recon. For yeah. cheap guys out yeah. there, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, he's always smiling. That's yeah. what I like about that guy. Yeah, Brad's a yeah, happy guy. Well, I mean, yeah. I would be too. He's got some nice Jeeps. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's the, the the other great thing about overlanding. It's just the community in general. Yeah. yeah. You know, Everybody's... we went to that MagnaFlow meetup. Oh, yeah, the one in Temecula. Yeah, 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 right. yeah. yeah. And, yeah, PRP uh, and everything like yeah. that was sponsored by. Yeah, yeah. Over at the mall. No, Oh no! Oh, okay. I was thinking in, of the uh, PRP one Oceanside. previously. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Magnaflow gotcha. did one with uh, Rig for Dirt uh, and everything. Yeah. Doesn't matter what the product was, but I was kind of I was talking with Mrs. Brad. Oh, okay. Oh, Mrs. Gotcha. Trail Recon. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Trail Recon. There you <laughs> go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And about you know this piece of equipment that wasn't working that great for me, and you know, and she was telling me some options, and then. I was talking to somebody else, and they're like, no, 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 you should call the company and give them feedback, and no, you should really call them. Because I was getting ready to just bypass it. Yeah. I'm just Done trashing this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At, the end, at the end of the day, you realize it was a mistake. I'd, I'll go with somebody else. But I called the company because of the encouragement of people in the community, mm-hmm. and the company's sending me a new one. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, a lot of times, like, yeah, they're they're willing to work with you. Mm-hmm. I mean, they'll, they you know, want to make, their, obviously, they want their product yeah. to be out there. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, the Overland community is just different, but. Very encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And since we haven't mentioned um, Allie Venture yet this episode, <laughs> um, yeah. I also ran into her. And her. she was super encouraging, too. Yeah, she's super sweet. Yeah. <laughs> super nice. Yeah, and the thing with our community is we know, hey, we're sharing the same trails. We're trying to share the same experience, mm-hmm. and we all have that understanding of, what we want to do and what we're doing that, you know, we just want to lift each other up. And Mm -hmm. if we can, you know, cut the learning curve down for, you know, if you're building your own Tacoma, you know, like you guys are. Yeah. That's why I love. Like when I, we first met you, like you just pull everything out and and like like, everybody comes over and swarms your truck, obviously. And like, you're, you're, Willing to explain everything to everybody. You're like, yeah, this is why we do this, and we have this, and like, it's awesome. I love that. And then a lot of times, people, somebody will say, "Oh, well, you have you seen this?" And then it's like, 
Hey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I took some That's notes already today. Ice maker. <laughs> yeah. Remember somebody said... We have everything but an ice maker. And well, that's how the ice know. maker got into the truck. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Someone saw the truck and says, Jesus Christ, this thing has everything but an ice maker. I go, you know what? Wait a minute. You're going to Mexico, you got to have margaritas. Absolutely. <laughs> Hell yeah. Priorities. That is So amazing. great, dude. Oh, I wish I had room. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to get more custom-made stuff to fill in the room that you have. Yeah, I know. It's wasted I know. space, and then you'll be good to go. Yeah, there's not a lot of wasted space in my Tacoma. No, no not it's, at all. It's, all. it's filled. It's mm-hmm. for a purpose. That's what's amazing about it. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. How about this question? What's next? What's next for your Tacoma? Chateau Ooh. Tacoma. Well, I need to do a rear seat delete. Um, Are you going to go with it? Okay. I haven't done it because I like, I don't know if you saw how my fridge is in. I don't, I have it where yeah. it's between the two seat, the two mm-hmm. front seats perpendicular. Mm-hmm. So it's really easy to reach back. Yeah, and accessibility, grab yeah. In well, that middle seat. The goose gear seat delete, the way they have their trap doors on the bottom would be underneath the fridge. Uh, yeah. They're designed yeah, have to, to have the fridge run in parallel to the back yeah, seat. Yeah, slide out. Yeah. And I was actually talking with uh, Goose Gear at that Magnaflow show, and and they're like, "Yeah, we could do it that way, but it would be completely redesigning it." And we're we're so busy right now. You should talk to uh, so, uh, Scott from AJC. Yeah, Aiden, Aiden James. James. He's been doing a lot of uh, like a, the you know. The, yeah, I think that's he did. Um, is he the one that did yeah. Randy Mylene's? Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. He did. Yeah, it. I probably should. He's been doing. He's been I trying to innovate myself. a lot of new stuff like that. And, yeah, and I plan on doing probably doing it myself. But wow, there's someone already had it built. I'm probably just do that. But that'll, I'll down. either do it myself or find someone who do it how yeah. I want it done. Yeah, yeah. no, he he has everything in house. He does everything. Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's you, legit. We'll have to get the contact info and yeah, yeah. We can give it to you. Yeah, we have a patch somewhere on the table. I think somewhere in here. Koozie or somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we got all yeah. the So a rear seat delete, that's about the only thing I can think of right now. Eventually, I'll need a rear, new rear bumper. I mean, what else can you need? Yeah. <laughs> you got everything on there already. <clears throat> if you were to tell somebody new to overlanding where they should you know, focus their energy on, where would it be? The biggest like caveat. Like say, hey, you know what? I learned this the hard way. Here, take it. Hmm. I'll tell you what I think. Yeah, yeah. I think just get out. Just go. There you go. Mm-hmm. Just, just start. Just go. And that's the best way to learn. Yeah. What you need or don't need, I guess. You know, what I mean, like, yeah, because you probably didn't need. Yeah, I mean, you, know, you didn't know you needed an ice maker. You, you, yeah. <laughs> you can go down to Walmart and get one of these really inexpensive pop-up tents. Mm-hmm. Like pop-up, just like a gazelle. Yeah. But you didn't spend six hundred dollars. They cost you know get mm-hmm. it for yeah. fifty dollars. Yeah. Um, I mean that's where we started. Yeah, you know, back in the day. I mean, you know, you, know, you, you need all the fancy stuff. You either got to get you got to get Makes someone nice, to either yeah. kind of tag along with you with their vehicle, or you you're gonna have to get yourself set up with some sort of recovery stuff if you're yeah. doing it by yourself. Yeah, but, yeah. Make sure you have like a high clearance vehicle of some sort, yeah. two wheel drive or four wheel drive. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, depending on how far you want. You know, a lot of these trails, if it's good weather, you know, shoot, you could do the Mojave Trail on a two wheel drive yeah, as yeah. long as it's not raining. Yeah, you know, yeah. 100. It hasn't rained. Yeah. 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 Yeah, which in the Mojave Desert, you know, it's kind of unlikely, but still, yeah, yeah. happens. Yeah, our sun's rig is real simple. And it's just a, you know standard TRD yeah. off road, but and it's but it's perfect for him. Yeah, yeah, and that's what everybody's rig should be perfect for them. Yeah, like yeah. you were saying, and yeah, that's they, what you said, yeah, if you're yeah. gonna do it by yourself, get a Garmin in reach. You know, yeah, some safety <laughs> for eleven dollars a month. You you've got safety, peace of mind. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
And speaking of that, I think that's a good spot to end. I think we're into plugs right now. Oh, shoot. What okay. do you got, Jared? I, you want me to go first? You can roll first. I don't got Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go with Open Road for Two because they're an oh. amazing couple. Randy and Mylene, like, they're, like, I'm big on stewardship and fellowship. And yeah. they're the epitome of both of those. Yeah. They, you guys have gone out with them in terms Love of. Love them. In terms of fellowshipping with them and mm-hmm. enjoying the outdoors and, um, you know, just hanging out and, like, sharing the world with them and you know the stewardship in terms of teaching people the joys of of overlanding and off-roading and you know by doing their youtube channel it they're just great people i love them yeah no, open good. road for two yeah on yeah, instagram YouTube, youtube, instagram. youtube uh they have their own website check yeah. them out yeah yeah that's pretty much it buy the merch yeah <laughs> yeah they do they have Help their support. own support yeah. absolutely yeah. you guys got any books first of all where can people find you uh, I think we're only on Instagram, right? Chateau Tacoma. Yeah. That's yeah. all we're yeah. on. Yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. <laughs> Find us on the trail. Yeah. yeah. Look, yeah. For, the, look yeah. for the tan Tacoma. Yeah. yeah. Or all the stuff. we usually go to Doheny on Fridays. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's on the beach. Hanging yeah. out. See us Making on, tacos. I might have to visit you guys out <laughs> yeah. there. Yep, absolutely. I'm telling you, I've perfected that fish taco. Oh, I, no I saw way. those. Those look good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jared, I guess that leaves it up oh, to you. Shoot, I don't know. I don't really have any plugs today. Dang, I didn't prepare. <laughs> <laughs> what about your guy who works on the track? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, who did your uh, some of your yeah. customer work in Well, if you're in Southern Cal, you know, in the Riverside area, um, there's a shop in Corona called Johnny Lightning Automotive. Mm, you think one. it's just an automotive shop. they got a full-blown fabrication shop. They do everything. It, custom if you want or they'll do standard but they do good work they do all curry race team stuff and, oh uh, yeah and they're solid for sure so, yeah. yeah so I, I i've been real happy with him yeah he, plus he entertains all of his crazy ideas. i was just gonna say <laughs> hey everything you've thrown at him yeah. he's kind of yeah. gone with it and made it happen so it turned out very well <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i'm, I'm, I'm and jared's got no I'm plugs so, today uh, yeah nothing I, I, I could throw some out. What, what would Ben plug? Here, how about oh, that? Oh, jeez, I don't even know. I don't, <laughs> I'll throw out like just like you know like if we're talking about shops. Uh, if you're a rover guy, uh, i.e. rovers, I yep. think I've mentioned them mm-hmm. before. But like they just hooked up my buddy uh, or our buddy uh, Kyle with his dis- yep. his Vision disco. Yep. Yeah, he hooked him up with a uh, um, a nice lift kit and nice. Uh, I helped him install it over the weekend last weekend and it came out great. So yeah, no, you know Ed is a good guy for if you have a rover. So. Yep. Heck yeah, and he's local to us. Yeah, I mean, local which is to great. us. It's a big yeah. plus. Because yep. I think the next closest rover guy is like in Long Beach yeah, or something like and that. And it gets real far after that. Yeah. But, but no, he's yeah. a solid guy. He's not going to overcharge you on anything. Like he hooked him up with a good a dual pass lift off of a parts car he had. And yeah, gave him a smoking Wealth deal. of knowledge. Yeah, great yeah, guy. Great so. dude. Um, but Denise, Johnny, thank you guys so much for Absolutely. coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. It's yeah, been a lot of fun. And thank you for our. Uh, yeah, I, I won't. Guess, I'm not going to say the name because it's a you know a limited deal here, and they, they brought us some very cool gifts here. So they had yes. to kick off the podcast. Absolutely. They gave us some uh, liquid courage. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But other than that, guys, Chateau Tacoma. That's where they can find you on Instagram, Johnny Denise. Thank you guys so much for coming on. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you. Uh, and thank we, you. Yeah, we want to see you on the trail, and I want to see it like in full form, like. Yeah, all set up. Yeah, and, exactly. I want to see your guys' routine. Yeah. That's that's one of the... the see these cinnamon rolls coming out of the yeah, oven. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. fresh bread. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the proof is oh. in the pudding. I want to see this chameleon change colors. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. But, <laughs> Time to plan a trip. Yeah, absolutely. 
with that there's no better spot to end and as always thank you guys for listening Mm -hmm. and be safe on the trail